we? What's happening? Oh, not much. Am I introducing you? Am I introducing? Yeah. Okay. Um. Good. Good evening. Good morning. And good afternoon. Sitting beside me here is uh, Comrade Timothy Bromley. Uh, they them. Uh, uh, they's uh, they them are uh, th- are their pronouns. Is that how you would say it? No, it's I'm um, it. Oh, it it's is it, it's. is is its pronouns. Um, master cabinet maker, husband, father, um, martial arts practitioner, comrade, ally, um, all around great guy. <laughs> He's got half a tank of gas. He's happy. Everyone, give it up. I'm doing practicing a live gig here. Everyone, give it up for Tim Bromley and then Ken Lufter. And then, um, thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank then you. you want to introduce me? Uh, by the way, my pronouns are. This is my pronouns are z- today. Today, I am a Zazer, FYI. Okay, this is uh, Joel Dixon sitting across from me. His pronouns are fuck and you. Um, he is a father also. He's not a husband, but what does that really mean? I'm a de facto. I'm a de facto facto partner. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a de facto partner. Do you like getting called a husband? Uh, It doesn't bother me. Because essentially I am. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know people who wouldn't like it if you said, oh, this is my wife. Yeah. My my wife. (laughs) (laughs) So if someone said, this is my husband. Yeah. Some Karen, I fucking own him. Some Karen saying, "This is my husband." I mean, how would you feel about that? Yeah. Um. I, see, if I introduce Amy, I'd just be like, "Um, this is Amy." Yeah. She, <laughs> she has a name. Yeah. It. It is Amy. Yes. I am Zazur. Okay. <laughs> this is Comrade Tim. He isn't it. <laughs> Comrade. Uh, it. I is it. I is it. Comrade. It. Um, and I, what else about me? Um, recently unemployed, but now... Recently unemployed, but now, now employed, employed Yeah. You know, I'm employed now. I'm doing a week. This week, I've been meeting... I've been leaving home just after seven, rendezvousing with another painter in um, New Brighton, and we've been driving to Waikuku to get to work by eight every day this week. It feels good. You feels, know? Yeah. Uh, you don't appreciate going to work for a 40-hour week until you've had a week and a half of going, oh, fuck, I haven't got any work. It's been good. We've been painting a house in Waikuku. Um, funnily enough, it was actually, when we pulled up there on Monday morning, we come around, you know, you know, there's that bit of Waikuku before you get to Wai, the main Waikuku. There's a bit off to the left. There's a little sub piece of Waikuku. Sub cooks. Yeah. So we turned in there and I thought to myself, I won't say whose house it is, but I was like, oh, this is where... My old mate lives. This is interesting. And we drove down the road and around the corner. And I, we were driving up to my old mate's house. And I was like, hold on a minute. There are skips outside my old mate's house. Then we pulled into old mate's driveway. And I'm like, man, this is crazy. Like, this is nuts. This is like, yeah, a guy that I've known for probably like 20 years. And I've been to his house, you know, multi, you know heaps. And it's like, it, it, he's been, him and the family have been out of there for since like last year. It's like a full fucking, you know. So a, he still owns the house though. Yeah, it's like one of those insurancey full revampy. Well, not full revamp, but a you know fucked with the foundation. I think new deck, paint job inside and out, restucco the walls, blah blah. blah. But it was just uncanny of all the fucking people in in Canterbury. I end up going to work at someone I know's house without me, but it wasn't through anything my, to do with there you. There was nothing to do with me. No, no, that was good. So I'm employed now. So, um. Yeah, so everyone listening, thank you uh, for anyone that's helped or tried to help. Or, but um, hey, you you guys can take the rest of the 
Take the rest of the month off, guys. I'm pretty good for now. Tim, how are you? Um, how's, I, the, how's the gas? I everyone, have gas. Everyone wants to know about the gas. Well, we hit the 20th of the month, so uh, yep. wake then up, the bank wake balance up, Wake went, up, wake up. It's the 20th of the month. Yep. Straight back up, and yep. I, uh, yeah, put a put a, put a gas in, and then I'm how we I'm what, what sort of are we talking? I haven't put a full tank in for a little bit. I've been hovering around, you know, I've been hovering around that three quarters, which is pretty balling out of control for balling out of control for 2022 i think i'll chuck 40 liters in 40 liters so it's, what's that uh are you running what are you are you a diesel no i've, I've got a gas guzzler mate. oh yours oh good so you just run the 91 oh, of course yeah of course hey you know what's fucking crazy is when i was getting it the other day and i was getting my 91 octane what i noticed was like well, since when is fucking diesel like like the 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 ninety one octane at Umpudui was two dollars forty five on Saturday, right? Yep. And fucking diesel was like two bucks thirty. What's the yeah. deal? Um, I always uh, why, I think it's a scam. Why was I under the impression that diesel was half the price of petrol? No, what I think it, it is. It used to be my. This is my theory. I thought diesel used to be a dollar. Yeah, it did. This is my theory. Okay. Diesel used to be half the price of petrol uh-huh. when petrol was a dollar. Right? I gotcha. So yep. diesel was 50 cents. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I so, like the sound of that. So maybe diesel's just 50 cents a litre cheaper to make than petrol. Ah, uh, oh, gotcha. So not hey, necessarily half price. I'm not, you're not here. I'm not here because of my brains. That's why you're here. So when we get to three bucks petrol, maybe diesel's 250. 250, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. That's what I'm thinking. No, I think you are correct. So thanks for clearing that up, Tim. You're welcome. Thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> now, as a diesel engineer. Yeah, as a, yeah, as a, as a diesel mechanic <laughs> over here. Kashmir's most prominent diesel mechanics. <laughs> Who drives a petrol and runs out. <laughs> uh, you know, you spend so much time working on diesel engines that you the last thing you want is to work on your own, basically. Is yeah. that, am I right? Like any good trader. Yeah, like any good trader. Like, no one wants to. I mean, I don't want to bait my own fucking house. Oh, fuck. Um, so, well, I do, but not, you know. Uh, so, uh, quick, a little bit of, um, a little bit of, you'll like this, a little bit of housekeeping. Um. We have another Goutfoot inhabitant. I'll give you just a, just a wee clue. Um, this inhabitant, he's the second inhabitant of the inhabitant of the Goutfoot tier. He is, shall we say, a musical painter. And I'll just leave that there. I think you know who that is. And then the next... Thank you. Thank you, musical painter. The musical painter... Is he, is he a bit of a drummer? Does he think oh, he's a bit of a drummer? Yeah, he's even... I was talking or to Or does him. he do everything as I, well? I know, yeah. These bloody musos are all the same. Once you can do one thing, you know... They think they can do everything? Yeah. Well, yes. Yes, absolutely. I think he's, <laughs> I think he's trying it. I think he's... um. Can he sing? Um, he can fucking bellow, that's for sure. Much like me, I mean, I'm not one to talk, but when the two of us are together, we make quite the um, we make quite the duet do this guy yeah. and me, you know. Yes, I think he is trying. He is currently um, working on his uh, guitar strumming and fingering. <laughs> <laughs> currently, that's what, when I saw him earlier in the week, he's he's, he's picking up the the old axe and he's having a go at the axe, and it, you know, being a being a, already a music. Being a good strummer yeah. and a, oh, and a good fingerer, yeah. he, he'd oh, probably mate, be pretty this good. Guy is one of Does the... he practice on the on the grey flood wall? <laughs> well, that was where I used to do a lot of my training. <laughs> um, just, yeah, anywhere, back take, in the shop. Take the guitar and the down, the down to the flood wall. Down yeah, the beach, Down mate. the beach. <laughs> take the guitar down the beach. Take the guitar down the tip. You know? Do some strumming and <laughs> fingering. <laughs> um, so... 
The next little bit of... Thanks, um, mate. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks to everyone. Um, the next bit of uh, housekeeping is now we've had one... We had one, you know how we did a call out for the um, $1 tier suggestions. So, did you set it up? So, no, I haven't set it up, but because I, I didn't, I wanted to keep this a surprise for, for you as well. So, I didn't talk about it inside uh, before when you arrived. So, I had a, um, shall we say, our uh, one of our local correspondents, a local Christchurch correspondent who's um, by way of uh, northwest, northwestern Europe. By way of Christchurch, I uh, had a voice message from her today, and she said, "Just, um, just call it scab, just call it scab." And I was like, "Okay, sweet. Well, I'll see what I can do." So I was painting a bathroom at the time out in my cooker, and I was like, "Okay, scab." And I thought maybe I could figure out, maybe I could do like an acronym for scab, and then you know what it come to me? Hold on, this silly cunt. No, that did. Yep, silly cunts and. Bullshit. I don't know. Sorry, can't afford Blake Town. Do you like, like it. it? That's good. As in, sorry, can't afford Blake Town as in Blake Town tier, which is the $50 tier, which only the... the it's most, all inside jokes, yeah. Yeah, it's all inside jokes. So, yeah, I think we can call it the the $1 will be S.C.A.B. It'll be the $1 it. scab. Love it. Um, so, hey, look, we want as many scabs... Jump as, on board, scabs. Oh, there's, no, there's nearly no excuse to not be a scab. Like, I mean... I mean, it's. What do we get? Do we what? What do we get? 150, 100, 150 episode downloads per episode. I mean, if I mean if fifty scabs jumped on, it's just another. It's another fifty bucks. I mean, you know, I know it's a bit of a. Hey, uh, the times are tough. I know, but uh, for everyone, so don't get on. <laughs> apart from the scab, <laughs> scabs get on. Oh, scabs get on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, if you want to go, if you want to. Don't feel pressure. Hey, but, uh, and also on the gout, and this shouldn't stop you from being on the gout foot tier. Um, because I've been really, I've really tightened things up, Tim. I have, I'm still on the uh, ACV, and I haven't been drinking, and I have been eating pretty good. Um, yeah, like zero. It's just like no, it's no issue. Zero. It's really, really has gone. So I'm just going to keep tracking. I'm just going to keep keep tracking like that. I think. Uh, I don't want I don't want to be a gout foot mate. No. But I still need the we still need the ten dollars though, because that's how I can maintain not, not being, being a gout foot. Yeah, 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 yeah gout it up. Um, so this week it's like every week's like that. Um, is it? Um, every week's is it the Billy Joel song? You know the Billy Joel song. Is it Billy Joel? We you, didn't start the fire. I don't know. You know that. I know song? the song. Yeah. You know the song. Yeah. Every week's like that now. You know how that song rattles off historical historic events? No. Oh, you don't know We Didn't Start the Fire? I know that lyric of it. That's it. Okay. Well, maybe at some point um, I won't play that song through my iPhone speaker into this microphone for the sake of... But, I mean, if you, in the next whenever, if you maybe just pull it up on Spotify and have a listen to the <coughs> the the lyrics, it's just a, it's a rundown through history of events and... The message is whatever you um, interpret it as, but it's like that. It's like um, this week, you know. You just in the last two weeks, you just in my brain, it's just like okay, you know, you got Pelosi in Taiwan, China's launching rocket missiles over the thing, and then we've got Trump's getting raided, and no one else got raided, and Hunter Biden didn't get raided, and the Epstein client list is that's still fucking in hiding, and. 
And then what else has been happening? Alex Jones has been getting dragged over the coals and he's fucking, you know, it's just like, uh, and then what else has been happening? Then you're constantly getting beat over the head with, uh, uh, there's a new virus and then there's people are moaning about food gas prices and it's just like a Billy Joel song every, that's all I know. I don't know the finer details basically. It's, you know, is that how you feel? Because I, I just have to, I just have to, I, disengage I, yeah i just listen to i just listen to podcasts at work <laughs> um and you know it's i'm not really listening to a news podcast because that seems really really boring no but you've yeah because i find more i find out more about international stuff than i do about new zealand stuff oh, I know. just based on what i sadly I to. know fuck all about new zealand i really do i yeah. don't know what's going on here i just know what's going on in my um property and even then i'm not quite sure what's going on here (laughs) this could be something one of the kids could be up to something you know they could be sneaking out a window at night they could be going to buy a tinny or something bit of strumming oh fuck 100 strumming bit of of fingering um no that well no the boys have had a couple of they've had a couple of girls over so you know I mean, I would would hate to speculate, but if I'm if I'm doing some addition and I'm saying teenage boy and teenage girl, I mean that the that equation equals you know do the math. The boys better be fucking careful that they don't get pregnant. Yeah, they could. They well, I don't know if they've got their menses yet. I don't know if they've got their menses. Yeah, I don't know if they're menstruators yet. But you know, these are things like you think as a father, I would know. If my own teenage boys were menstruating. Are they hiding their periods from you? Potentially. Yeah, okay. potentially. Yeah. Maybe Amy's, maybe they're in cahoots with Amy. She's buying them um, menstruation products under the radar, so to speak. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, should we go back to the sports news? Because we had a sad passing of Paul Green. Yeah. And also the sad performance of the Warriors on Saturday night. Uh, we had a uh, we had Kurt bloody Kurt Panario giving us a bit of a cheeky dig on Saturday night, didn't he? Sending us a group text. Yeah. Now I will. Was, it's not acceptable. I will admit this. I will admit this. On Saturday, I had a ripper of a migraine, and I literally spent the whole Saturday in bed. And Amy and that were out all day, and I was in and out of consciousness. From I woke up about eight o'clock in the morning, had a real ripping headache, so I went to bed, pulled the curtains, had a migraine. Great, not great, but anyway, slept through the whole day. Started coming to about um, uh, six thirty at night, and I was fucking hungry because uh, you know when you feel when you when you're that fucked, I did not eat from the previous night, but I started. Amy had made veggie soup. I'm like, okay, I'm finally gonna get up. And at some point, I turned on, hadn't checked, I had fucking messages from people. I missed Kurt. I missed Kurt's fucking. I missed the Greyhounds game. Couldn't go to that. Missed the whole day of baseball. Missed the whole day of family time. Um, those things were rated in... Um, no, I'm only kidding. <laughs> was that in order? <laughs> sort of, yeah. No, I'm only kidding, I'm only kidding, I'm only kidding. Sunday's family day. Um, but also UFC day. Um, but, yeah, I turned Sky Go on my phone because I still wasn't up to getting up in the light. And I turned Sky Go on. I clicked on Sky Sport 3 or whatever it was on. Score come on. 48-10. Swiped it off instantly. Like, literally, I looked at it for one second. I'm like, see ya. 
went and had veggie soup back in the sack. Had another nap. So, and then I looked at my phone, Kurt Panarau. <laughs> Did you watch a replay? No, I haven't looked at it. Oh. All I know from it is this is the only thing I could glean from the comment sections of Rugby League, various Rugby League pages, was um, sounds like Freddie Lussick was putting on some good shots, good hits. He played really well. Yeah, so, you know, um, that's all I could glean. Because I don't want to dwell on the negatives, really. Because, you well, know... There, yeah, there weren't many positives. No, I don't imagine. Although I did think I, I did put a punt on at some point, maybe on Friday... And do you know who I had as an anytime try scorer for the Wazers? Yeah, Cossie. Yes, and he got he got the only try in the first half. I believe. Nice. So I looked at that. I was like, oh, that's something that'll lessen my migraine ever so slightly. <laughs> um, so enough about my migraine. But yeah, so did you watch the game? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No good. Hey, look. No, I don't know what to say about it. Yeah. It was. It was. Hey, twenty twenty three building into twenty twenty four. That's all wait. I can say, mate. We're <laughs> yeah quarterfinals next year. And then GF the big the show, after. the big show two 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 oh two two, and we'll be there. All the fours, we'll be there. We won't spend a cent out of the um, Patreon as long as Patreon don't. Um, we're going to the final. We'll go to the final until right. Patreon realise what we're talking. And about. And if we don't make the, the final, we just have to go to Origin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Where would yeah. you? How do, How are we going to figure that out? How are we going? Because I kind of want to go to Suncorp, but Suncorp for a decider. How How do we, How would we figure this out? Do we just? I mean, we go to the decider. Okay, so we, the, but what if it's a um, what if it's a do we are we booking in advance or how do we know it's not a dead rubber? Because it could, it oh, could, so they they cons- could very well be New South Wales two 0 up. So. They conspire to make it. A, what if we just go to the first one? Or is that not enough for you? No, I do like the first one. The first one's usually pretty intense. Yeah, because it's been a year since the last one. Yep. I think yeah. we just commit to the the third game. Yep, and then we just stay in Aussie until the final. <laughs> okay, we could do podcast from Aussie. Yeah. Okay, we could do that. Where's your spot in Aussie? Where do you like going? Uh, Byron Bay. Byron Bay. We'll just go to yeah, Byron. Yeah, that's where, fucking, that's where uh, Munster and, and that go and do coke. So good enough for them, good enough for Fuck us. Fuck yeah. Um, another thing I reckon would be quite good too, if, out of those three, Grand Final, Origin, or I reckon a good one just for sort of guys like us that don't get to go to too many games, it'd be great to go to Brisbane for Magic Round and go to all three nights. Yeah. Because then you can cram that in eight be, games. Yeah, that That'd be, be good. as good as all of it. Yeah, yeah. you just buy a three-day pass. So get on that scab tier, you scabs. <laughs> get on that fucking scab tier. Um, so yeah, that was a no go. Yeah, and like I was saying, unfortunately the the gray the Greymouth Greyhounds bowed out. Um, they got beaten by Hornby. I don't know the score, so that's a bummer. But Kurt did win the. He won the because they were the Greyhounds were kind of affiliated into the Papua Nui League Club. And um, they gave brother Kurt the uh, co- he got coach of the year, so that was nice. Oh, congratulations, Kurt! That's yes, well, yes, well I'm done. Very proud. I I posted on Instagram because you know it's a very proud moment. Um, so that was unfortunate, but you know at least he he got the he got a wee pluck, so which was nice. Um, so then it was as I mean I watched a few games on the weekend. I I tell you what I I am kind of really getting behind. I'm really getting behind the Cowboys. I watch the Cowboys. I like the cows. Same. I, 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 can't I love this... Nanoi. Oh, mate. I'm in, I love... Love, I'm in love with the cows. I'm, yeah. a, I'm in love with the rugby league team as much as I can be. That is not the Warriors, basically. 
I'm, uh, I'm warm, really warming to uh, Parramatta as well. I like well. Parramatta too. They're yeah. my second other team. <laughs> I love them. I don't know. I like yeah. the style. You know, I, don't, I can't believe... Um, I think they're the underdogs to the fucking dirty Rabbitohs this weekend. And then fucking the Cowboys are the underdogs to the bloody... Not by much, but to the bloody Roosters. I reckon they'll make... I reckon they'll give the Roots... Not, I wouldn't say they'll give them a touch-up, but I reckon they'll they'll do the Roosters, surely. I don't know. like Because we said last week that the Roosters are... I said I'm not convinced by them, but I don't know. Like, oh, yeah, the Roosters are... I mean, the Roosters right. are they're, they're always there or thereabouts. Yeah. But, you know, um, but if the they've cows, got a fit squad... The cows, the, cows, the, cows, the cows don't... They, they, got, they got 10 points behind last week, remember? Yeah. And they don't... They, ah, they don't panic at that, They mate. don't panic, mate. And not, they, not with drink actually, water not, and no, fucking... No, they actually won by a bit. Val Holmes and the team, oh, mate. Eh? Val Holmes is electric. Oh, He's electric. And the fag on the wing, Kyle yeah, Felt. the old fag on the wing. Yeah. The old wing fag. <laughs> the old fucking Maverick, Maverick and Iceman. The old fags out on the wing there. Um... So yeah, so I mean, the, and the Warriors look. The Warriors are the um the underdogs at home versus the Bulldogs tomorrow. Look, hey, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm, I, I'm, the, I'm Matt Bur- in. the Matt Burton, uh, my, oh, the my love spiral. child. Yeah, and, it's and, gonna uh, be hard for you. And Ed O'Carr. Oh yeah, and like let's drop, let's drop. I'm liking watching it. Yeah, oh, it'll be good. Um, I I think Arcee's back in the halves. Okay. Uh, and I th- and Wado's back at um my love child Wado he's back at uh hooker. Yeah. Um. Fuck. Who knows? Who knows? Anyway. Um, Enough about that. Yeah. Hey, I will tell you one thing. In the last couple of weeks, uh, this is just a side note. One thing I've started watching in the last couple of weeks, a thing that I've watched the odd game in the past, but in the last couple of weeks, I'm like, hey, actually, I'm really getting into this, and I'm sitting there explain. Have you ever seen that meme with with is that Chad? And he's explaining to that sort of Barbie girl. Yep. Yeah, you know that me, mate. Yep. <laughs> I was doing that to Amy on the couch on the weekend. I was like, oh, so if you kick the ball between the two big posts, that's a goal and that's six points. But if it, see those two little ones on the outside? If you kick it between that, you get one and that's called a behind. And I was explaining, so I'm trying to explain a Aussie rules Aussie to rules, Amy. Yeah. Oh, mate, I'm all over Aussie rules now. I think I've even got a team. I think I, I think I back the pies. I think I'm a Collingwood Magpies, Magpies guy. I like the pies. But I'm really getting into I'm really getting into the AFL, mate. I watched a couple of games in the weekend. It's it's actually pretty good. I don't. The only thing I don't know what the fuck's happening on the ground when they do a tackle, and everyone it's like no one. Everyone's just like the ball's like a piece of soap. That's the only bit I'm like I don't really know what's happening there. But as far as like kicking, at least it's not uh, in rugby. A ref would pull that up. Oh no, it's all over the show. Like, they, in AFL, going. they just the ref turns your back on you and he throws the ball in the air. It's like this is awesome. <laughs> it's a free for all. This is like a, it's like and then they went it's like a, a game that kids would make. Yeah, up. it's like they've just made up this kids game. It's like okay, when we get a goal, we go into the middle, we get the two tall guys like in basketball, and we bounce the fucking sheeran on the ground, and it's a tip off. It's it's a crazy game. I obviously the basics. You know, when you kick it and either team catches it on the fall, it's a mark. You can mark, yeah. yeah. And then everyone has to fuck off, and you get to kick it again. You know every yeah, you know, but so I've been really beginning the AFL. I don't know. I mean, I mean, when the, you're completely gouted up, the state of the world. In, in it's another like few I need years, more sports. you're just going to be able to sit gouted up on the couch and watch sports oh, all mate, day. It's uh, it's good. You should I mean, lean into your gout, and you could watch way uh, more sports. I honestly think like drinking. I've had last time I had beers, where I was just at home. I just had a couple, and I was like. It just made me feel a bit shit, honestly. I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm honestly just beers now for me are going to be um, 
strictly special. Like yeah, special. I think so. I Bit think of a special I, occasion. I, I think I'm on special occasion, Mike. Okay, I think that's where I'm heading. Well, I could always help you there. Because it's not like I'm ever putting pressure on you to drink. No, you're easy to you're easy to be around, and I don't go to the pub. And then, and as far as um, yeah, as far as like, man, I've been, I I've I used to be a bit of a fuss pot. Like Amy would always offer to make me scrambled eggs for breakfast, and I'm like, ah, I'm fucking sick of eggs. But I've just decided no, eggs. Do it. Every morning, eggs. Every morning, I have eggs. I'm a, I'm walking. I'm an egg. I'm like a walking it. egg. So and it's so good. Like oh, fuck, it's amazing having a big fucking scrambled eggs before I go to work. Fuck, I'm not even hungry at Smoko, eh? I fucking... I could get through to lunch, I reckon, on the eggs. Bloody good. Anyway, enough about my eggs. Um, have you got any other sports news? No. Okay. Um, uh, no. No, no. Did you watch any UFC on the weekend? Uh, yep. Jamal Hill and Tiago Santos. Yeah, I caught that. That was pretty brutal. Yeah. That was a brutal war. Um, it's always hard because it's five days ago and you forget, eh? Or four yep. or five days ago. There's so much um, UFC. The only that I don't know what number what fight night that was, but the there's one interesting interesting fun fact from last Sunday's UFC was ten out of ten finishes, no 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 scorecards, no judges. It's it pretty great. I think it's maybe the second time that's happened or something, or or maybe it was since I can't remember the last time it happened, but it was a wee while ago. It was like Luke Rockhold or something. So it was a while ago. Anyway, that was interesting. No no scorecards. And then this weekend, this Sunday, which would be the, I don't know, it's the 11th today. Uh, this Sunday is the 15th. Is that right? Yeah, the, oh no, sorry, the 14th. Um, I'm a little bit excited about it. Cheeto Vera versus Dominic Cruz. Ooh. I'm a little bit torn there. I, I like Dominic Cruz. I like him. Do you like him? I think he's a, I don't know. I like him. You're not a Dominic fan. Well, I have been. I like his analytics. I have been in the past. Okay, what 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 are you not feeling? Um, he tries to just overanalyze his losses. Okay, I didn't know that. Okay, and he he, he always owns it. And he's like, "Yeah, I lost. I got beaten by that." But, but he, 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 he just dives. keeps digging, keeps talking about. It. I'm like, "Yeah, you fucking lost." Yeah, it's in the you get trash like, can, bro. Yeah. Like I love to, I, you know, I love you love to get the like the basketball shooting form with a bit of paper, and then like Kobe it, shoot it in the bin, done. Yeah, move and, on. Yeah, you got away. But I do, I do like him. And I we like. We should his be sports style. psychologists. <laughs> we could, we could be. Joel and Tim's sports psych services. Hey, J J T S S P S. That sounds good. Bit of a mouthful though. Sounds like a political party. Yeah. Hey, we should, I think we should start one of those too. I was talking to someone, a mate the other day, actually the mate I was, was painting his house, and it's just like, there isn't a party for any people like whatever we are. There's no party for us. No. There's there no never, party. There never will be. There ne- no, but they're, they're, I don't, like, I'm, I'm honestly, we're kidding here. I would never want to get involved in the politics because they're just all a bunch of fucking creatures. And some people are like, oh, Joel, but if you don't, you know, Whatever. If but, there was um, a true libertarian party, I'd probably think about voting for them. Yeah, but that's not, not that not yeah. that I believe everything libertarian, but I, it's a pretty good sort of base to work off. But the supposed libertarians in New Zealand, like David Seymour, oh, that's and those a joke. fucks. He's like, he's a libertarian at, light if, at best. At, fuck, at just, best, yeah. it's just not worth it, man. Um. So there's no one. Yeah, because it's not. Or, a, it's, or there's there's the crazy like Christian conservatives, which 
I re- they're really good on a bunch of things. Yep. But then they're fucking terrible on. Yeah. So it's like, well, do you throw the baby out the bathwater or do you vote for someone who wants to get rid of this fucking bullshit that's happened in the last few years, There's but no then one. usher in something else fucking wacky that, you know. Yeah, we're really fucked, basically. Yeah. You just got to carve your own, just carve your own uh, niche, really. But turn it off and... Yeah, because New Zealand doesn't have we we've never and we probably won't ever have we don't have that strong libertarian. It's never been like New Zealand. We are a fucking socialist country. Yeah, we think we're free here. The yeah, thing well, is, the thing is, day, is anyone really free? Yeah, to, no, we're slaves. Day to day, is anyone really free? Day to day, we're relatively free. Yeah, but then when as soon as you try to do something in New Zealand, whether it's Start a business, fucking uh, build a house, whatever. Just do anything in New Zealand. The fucking hoops you have to jump through, and yeah. the red tape, and the just all the bullshit bro- yeah, bureaucracy okay. I, that goes with it. I have. It's um, a fucking nightmare. I have concerns, like say, tiny home, off grid, essentially. You yep. know, solar panels, click your own rainwater. I have, I sometimes I have nightmares during, well, no, they're not when I'm asleep, but sometimes I think, imagine if some governmental body comes and fucks our shit up, when at the end of the day, you would think that what we're doing is like Schwabian. It's way it's, less it's impact, impact on it's New Schwabian. Zealand. It we're is Schwabian. Schwabian. Yeah. You are living the Schwabian Schwab family life. values. Yeah, we are the Schwabian life. Yeah. Like we're, it'd be like a small house. Um, we're not taking any power from the grid, so we're not having any impact on that. We and we are compo- composting toilets and collecting our own rainwater. For some reason, that's because this is all fucking bullshit. They want to all these fucking liberal, fucking Marxist, fucking whatever grannies want to save the planet, but they they don't want to save it so much that they let people just go. Oh, sweet! So we can just do what we like. I can just. Can I build my own house and shit in a hole, buy solar panels and click my own rainwater? They'll be like, no. No. <laughs> it doesn't fucking make you. You can do sense. that if we give it to you. Yeah, so you don't trust me to shit in my own hole. No. That's bullshit. But if we give you a hole to shit in. Yeah, they want to regulate my shithole. Yeah. I don't like that. Regulation. <laughs> they want to regulate my shithole. And I, like trying to, you know, yeah, well, fucking solar I mean, I'm sure they'll, yeah. So I do. It's not like I'm worried about it, but I do think, fuck these cunt, these cunts better not come and rain on our parade and say, oh, you can't do that, you can't do that. I'll just, yeah, yeah, I'll go. Um, have you ever seen that movie, um, Falling, Falling Down? Down? Yeah, yeah. Or the or the um, Killdozer guy, you know the Killdozer? No, what's you know that the one? Killdozer? Pretty sure um, it's a famous, famous case. I'll just quickly pull it up. I've only seen Falling Down once. So have I. And I think, it, just I think, stuck, um, it just stuck in my memory. I was like, I think oh, the, he just I think the goes musical nuts. painter told me about it. He couldn't believe that I hadn't seen Falling Down. Um, well, let me check. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. So, um, Killdozer. So, here's this guy. You'd love this guy. You want to, you want to, you want this guy to be your, maybe your long lost uncle or something, maybe. I'll read it out. Um, Marvin John Haymeyer was an automobile muffler repair shop owner who demolished numerous buildings with a modified... Gaymeyer? Sucking on the muffler? Sorry, Haymeyer. Oh, sorry. Did oh, okay. I say Gaymeyer? <laughs> I got gay on the brain. Or rainbow. No, I got fucking... You did say hey. I got propagandized all of June and by Manly, the fuckers. Um, 
who demolished <laughs> numerous buildings with a modified bulldozer in Granby, Colorado on June 4th, 2004. Haymire had feuded with Granby town officials, particularly over fines for violating city health ordinances after he purchased property with no sewage system. He had incurred the fines for improperly dumping sewage from his business instead of connecting to the city sewer system. After about 18 months, Haymire had secretly modified a Komatsu D355A bulldozer by adding layers of steel and concrete intended to serve as armour. On June 4th, 2014, Haymire's feud with Granby culminated in a spree in which he used the armoured bulldozer to demolish the Granby Town Hall, the former mayor's house, and several other buildings. Haymire's rampage concluded with his suicide after his bulldozer became trapped in the basement of a hardware store and he had, sorry, store he had been in the process of destroying. I mean, you. This guy is. He was like, I've, I've had, had enough. enough. Yeah, I've had enough of you cunts. So you know, I get it. I mean, I want to know more about the do. I mean, look at the dozer. I mean, look at this thing. I mean, we need some dozer experts. Fuck, check that. Maybe um, check that dozer out, man. That is, we all need one of those. That's what you need to turn your truck into. You need to get rid of the tires. We need fucking tracks. Oh, that looks. That's old as fuck. Yeah, was, yeah. But it's like, yeah. You know, once it starts going, it's like a little tank. Yeah, you know, we need um, yeah, we need some dozer experts. Yeah, we maybe need, the truck boys. We, we want could, a kill dozer. The truck boys might be able to. Arm. I want. I just want an up armored. I want an up uh, up arm, and I want a bigger fucking. Do- I want a bigger dozer. Yeah, than it's that. a mini dozer. It's a small dozer, eh? But still, I mean, a, a dozer's a dozer, eh? But um, yeah, kill dozer, mate. Yeah. Fall like down, kill dozer. That's what we. That's what that's, we need more of. We need more of that. Yeah, if everyone went kill dozer falling down, then we'd make short work of the government. That's for fucking sure. But too many sheeple. Um, so in saying that, I did get sent a, um, our, one of our, another one of our, or it's not, she's not really one of our roving correspondents, but a previous guest, Jen, sent me this, um, Chantel Baker video where Chantel Baker was, I'm assuming it's on Chantel Baker's, I mean, I'm not on Facebook. It's like saying, I'm not on Facebook and I don't watch the news. Did you know that, Tim? (laughs) Did you know that, Comrade Tim? It, it, I don't watch the news and I'm not on Facebook. Did you know that, Comrade Tim? It it comes it, up. It, you, it does come up. Yeah, have you have you heard that before? Yeah. It's my without further ado. Without further ado. With, my further without further ado is did you guys know I don't watch the six o'clock news? Did you know that? Anyway, <laughs> so um Jen sent me this Chantel Baker clip and it's basically called Street Side. Are you still scared of COVID? I'm not going to play the, the the thing now. It's she's interviewing a whole heap of you know. It's like the classic man on the street interview in Christchurch. Very sexist term, isn't it? To man on the street house. It's the patriarchy in full flight. Um, so yeah, they interview this. First of all, there's an old guy she interviews, and he has like if you listen to his. Maybe I'll play it for you after. What's the, show. the What's the question? I'll play it for you after the show, but this guy, the first dude, has so much cognitive dissonance. It's like I, but I won't do it any justice, but. Anyway, I suppose if you went to Chantel Baker's fucking Facebook and you had a look for street side, are you still scared of COVID? And so she, that's what she was asking them if they're still scared. Yeah, essentially, but she she was very um, you know, she does she's not being um combative in any way. Just asking. and she's not even really being um, she's not even bit playing gotcha. Just asking. She's just asking questions and very Matt Walshish. Yeah, very Matt Walshish. So what is the word on the street? The word on the street is, I don't know how many people she interviewed. I don't know how she edited it. 
I don't know um, if it's the she showed you the wackiest, well, what we would consider the wackiest people, but generally speaking, people think that the government did a good job, a good a, a good a job as they could. Um, I mean, how could anyone do a better job than them? They had all of the yeah, the killdozer could have yeah put twenty killdozers with rocket launchers through the beehive, um, and you know, and most of the people are like you know you've just got to you know we just had to you know we just had to do as we were told, and if we had to, uh, anyway, I'm not doing any justice. So Jen sent me that it was bloody interesting and very kind of sad, sad. really, yeah. Um, so how do we get from oh yeah so we got Cheetah <laughs> Vera to Dominic just fucking jumping, Dominic Cruz and who you and before we wrap that up who you got um, it's a hard one eh Cheeto or Dom I want Cheeto to win okay you going for Cheeto I'm going Cheeto yeah I mean I'm 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 it's once I just again, like him it's like Brandon Moreno with Kai it's yeah. like that's too yeah. hard to call I mean yeah. either one of those two guys could win I just want to see a good fight yeah I just want yeah bloody oath mate I want to yeah. see a good fight yeah <laughs> fucking oath mate now um, Hannah, what do we get on to though what do we get on to there we got on to something we we touched a nerve there oh we got on to Killdozer yeah and we got on to no what were we talking about we were talking uh, about um, we were sort of loosely talking about how the world sucks and um, yeah, the world sucks. and how do you how do you? But it's also a beautiful place. Yeah, it is. Like you just oh, have to so escape. To... You have to escape the the craziness and just try. Yeah, to... like Eva and I when we were after dinner tonight. Yeah, we went out the back door and looked at the color of the sky, and we were just like, wow. It was like there's this UFOs out there. Wow. Oh fuck! Don't even, I mean, should we get started on? Okay, you... I'll I'll do my UFO take. Okay, you know, is this just about Jeremy Corbell on Joe Rogan? Yeah, give us your take. I'll shut up. I think. <clears throat> Jeremy Corbell got into ufology because he wanted to be famous. I think, he loves, I think he loves Joe Rogan so much yep. that he wants to fuck Joe. And yep. the only reason he got into it is so he could get on that podcast and give Joe a handjob after it. I'm going st- to come in here and I was going to leave. Is that all you've got to say on it so far? Yeah. And I'll, I'll throw some stuff back at you. I nearly completely totally agree with you. <laughs> Um, I I listened to that. I couldn't even get through it. Neither. I mean, I am an I am I. This am, is your game, like you're. No, but I would always say to people, go to Richard. The fact Joe has, well, I, I know I'm ripping on Joe. Joe had Sam Tripoli on. It was great last week. There are far far. I mean, I know you can't really use the word qualified in ufology, but. I'm going to use it. There are far better qualified people than Jeremy Corbell. He is a fucking grifter, man. He, I, I read the comments, the the comments on the YouTube clips from the latest Joe Rogan with Jeremy Corbell. Everyone's the it's like the it's like it's bots. Every comment is like, I thought this guy was an arrogant douchebag, but he's been really good on this episode. I'm like, were we watching the same episode? He doesn't like you text me today. He doesn't fucking tell you anything. No. It's all like a, an enigma wrapped in a fucking mystery. And then whenever Joe asks him, oh, can you show me? If, he's like, oh, I can't really show it to you, Joe, but maybe I'll show you after the... Maybe I'll show you after... Yeah, maybe exactly. Show- it's like, dude, fucking either fucking tell us. And also, how much does he write? Is he a Pentagon dick writer? Like, he actually trusts... Christopher Mellon, Lou Elizondo, and all those fucking Pentagon fucking DOD Navy guys. I wouldn't trust any of this UFO reporting as far as I could fucking throw it. Joe, I think Lazar's a plant. I you, think you he, it, but I, do you I, think I, he's an unknowing plant? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I, I think they used him 
they used him and made him look like a fool. They will be someone will be sitting, uh, you know, behind closed doors somewhere laughing some about of the, some what of the Bob shit Lazar. they were talking about. Like they were talking about Bill Clinton. Do you hear them talking about Bill Clinton? No, nah, I'd like, oh, that. You know, I listened to two hours out of three. They were talking about um, Bill Clinton. How you know he was going to come out? So I'm like, are you guys, Joe and Jeremy, are you guys fucking listening to yourselves? Bill Clinton is a rabid. Kid fucker, who's him and his wife, mass murderer, mass murderer. Who gives a fuck what Bill Clinton says? Who gives a fuck what any of those people say? Jeremy Corbyn, honestly, I, I don't like. People can say whatever they want about uh, ha- hating. I don't give a fuck. That guy's a grifter, and honestly, he doesn't know. And it's not about who's the biggest dick on campus, but that guy knows fucking Didi about UFOs or anything. He. He tacks on to, he wants the fucking USDOD and the Pentagon and shit to tell him that it's real. You don't need any of that. You don't need, it's, he, he's wanting Big Daddy to say, yeah, look what we've got. It ain't going to happen, mate. You're living, these guys were talking like Mirage Men doesn't exist. They were like, oh, yeah, there must be some, Joe's like, oh, there must be, oh, they must use it for some sort of counterintelligent purposes. It's like. This is basic bitch shit. This is not even good stoner talk. There are such better UFO conversations, Tim. Honestly, I watch UFO people talking all the time. Richard Dolan is exponentially more credentialed to talk about all this shit. He has written multiple fat books about the UFOs and this US security state. He's written volumes on it. The guy is a super brain, and he's not an arrogant dickhead. Like, Joe gets on some terrible people. He gets on no one good about geopolitics. No one. He gets on that CIA spook. He never gets any of our guys. He never gets Ritter. He never gets McGregor. He never gets Horton. He doesn't get fucking Richard Dolan for UFOs. Jeremy Corbell is a fucking... He's like a fucking nincompoop. I don't even know what... It's like... I don't know if he is a shill or a grifter or a plant. I don't know all three. But, man, I'm going off on the guy. <laughs> when you text me this morning that he's saying nothing. I mean, I've seen people I've seen people posting. They're going, oh, this is an awesome interview. And I'm like, that's not an awesome interview, man. That guy, he's, he, honestly, just, that's he's a, just gotten into UFOs. It's like he's just gotten into it. But look, he, I feel like Frank Grimes and he's Homer Simpson. <laughs> He is the Homer Simpson of UFOs. Jeremy Corbell is the Homer Simpson of UFOs. And Richard, if you look at Richard Dolan, I'll show you a picture of Richard Dolan. Richard Dolan actually might look a little bit like Frank Grimes. And I'm gonna and, and he is the Frank Grimes in this story. I'm not. I shouldn't say it's me, it's not about me. Let's look at um I put Richard Grimes. What a fucking idiot. Okay. Richard Dolan. <laughs> Who's Richard Grimes then? Um, Frank did Grimes. He, did Richard Grimes yeah, come out? Oh, I don't know. There was a Richard Grimes. <laughs> so this is Richard Dolan. So have a look. So that's Richard Dolan. Okay. Yep. So he's the he's he's like one of the guys in the UF. And he, he's not saying he is, but he is like, he knows it all. Or as much of all of it as you can, in air quotes, know. He, you know, he's... He's not trying to sell you. Oh, he has books, but he's not trying to sell you on anything. He just has a. He's been in the game for a long time, and he doesn't fuck around with this fucking Bob Lazar stoner talk. That's kind of what this shit is now. It's like he had on fucking Sam Tripoli, and then he had on, and it's like 
Nah. I like Sam Tripoli was great and Corbel was Corbel. Is it Corbel or Corbel? I don't know. Um, let's look at Frank Grimes. You tell me if Frank Grimes looks much like Richard Dolan. Um, and I, I'm not trying to disrespect. Um, see? I mean, come on. Yeah, pretty good. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Richard Dolan's the Frank Grimes of the UFO world and Jeremy Corbel is Homer fucking Simpson. I mean, uh, but I did have a couple of show notes on it and, I, you know, um, uh, you know the element one fifteen. Uh, oh no! What I've never heard of it, mate. Because <laughs> yeah, the element one fifteen. They never stop telling you about it. It's like it's yeah. just it's I, stoner talk, mate. They just the, it's goo goo gaga stoner. Talk. The government just let let Bob think he found that they, they, without they, a doubt. They let these two think fucking everything. Like, yeah, it's so frustrating. So in Bob's it's like, mind, guys, maybe he thinks. Watch yeah. Mirage Men. See what they is it that guy Dershowitz? They it's a fucking counterintelligence operation, probably. Eh? It I don't seems think to any be. of this is extraterrestrial. This is well, all. I think this is all. It's all military shit. That's I, I, it. Look, I don't know about that, but what I do know is looking to the Pentagon and the for, like, for an, an honest anything. It, it is like fucking. It's like. Just ask the Pentagon I, for footage of the uh, plane uh, that hit it. Oh my god! I just these yeah, guys you trust just, them with UFOs? Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, come on, <laughs> show us the footage, mate. Uh, what have I got here? I've just got uh, uh, all the shit we've talked about. Corbel says a lot without uh, says a lot of nothing, uh, and then does the old "I can't tell you, sorry, Joe." That's what he does. Uh, sorry, Joe. As I, soon as he says that a few times, I, like, like, oh, I just can't listen to this. Talked here about Richard Dolan. Um, yeah, like look at Mirage. Watch like either buy the Mirage Men book, or if you're too lazy for that, watch, watch the, the Mirage movie. Men doco. Yeah, it's pretty and, good. And, and that's just one example. What was the? I can't remember the U.S. Air Force um, counterintelligence officer, but he's not the only one. There's lots of those guys, and they're still active. And they probably Jeremy Corbell and Bob Lazar. Uh, either well, I don't think I don't think Bob. I don't know about Bob Lazar if he's a witting. He's probably an unwitting. Unwitting, yeah. Um, pl- um, asset essentially. I mean, I don't know. He's I, a useful idiot. I don't exactly. He's a useful idiot. Um, oh, also one thing that the only the only positive, like you pointed out to me in your text, and the only positive I took out of it was. Joe has straightened out S4. Yeah. He doesn't call it Area S4 anymore. He must have been listening. We could only but pray. I mean, I think we rip on everyone so much unless they're like, okay, let's get someone on who rips us. But does anyone do that? And that's that's if you want a real good debate. You're like, who's who's hating on us at the moment? Oh, there's these there's these two chumps down the bottom of the world that get 150 downloads a week that are shitting all over you and your guests. Let's get them on. And then imagine if you're in there, you'd be like, um, uh, I'd, I'd probably freeze up. Probably freeze up for the first. Did you, did you just did have you to see, get into them. Did you see, I'm only joking. I'd be right into it. But um, did you see Corbell? Um, <laughs> I'm really picking on him now. Did you see him trying to get Joe's lighter going? No. He had to tell He had to tell him how to... You know the lighters that you click them open? It's the blue flame. They're the ones you can really damage. It was really funny. He <laughs> yeah. didn't know how to work a lighter. Didn't know how to work a lighter. No, it was pretty interesting. But anyway, one other thing. The thing that really bugged me, because the day before today, which would have been whatever the fucking... Yesterday. Yeah, but I'm trying to do dates. I'm trying to do dates <laughs> on the fly. What is this? The 11th. Yeah. The day otherwise known as yesterday, which would have been the 10th of... August, 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 Augustus, uh, Julius, Julius Augustus Caesar. Thank you. 
Augustus, um, the 10th day of Augustus, um, I was listening to a guy who, another guy I've been off recently, I don't know why, just because I get sick of his fucking Ukraine takes, Lex Friedman. He on a, he, he had on a guy called Ryan Bruce, Graves. Bruce. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say he, Bruce uh, it's called, It was called Ryan Graves, UFOs, Jet Fighters and Aliens. Okay. Salacious title, yes, but Ryan Graves is one of the pilots that filmed or, you know, was buzzed by... There's one of the UAPs or UFOs or one of the anomalous things that we don't really know what they are. Um, that was one of the... It's like a sphere with like a cube inside it. Really weird looking thing. Um, so, I listened to that day before. That was listenable. He was talking all about... Because, you know, you probably won't like it for this fact that he talked a lot about flying jets... And it was really interesting for me. And then he got on to, then Lex got on to his UFO sightings, which are apparently, according to the Navy pilots, if we are to believe them, and then um, and we're taking, um, from you know, when they're not part of some massive psyop that's being perpetrated on the Western civilization of Earth about UFOs, which might be the case, we don't know. Um, he got on to that. But then back to Corbell today. So that was worth listening to the Lex Freeman. Ryan Graves, fighter pilot one. But then back to Corbell today. Um, Corbell uh, was talking about, he, he said something to the effect, the fighter pilots were freaking out. And listen to Ryan Graves, and he tells you about um, flying in combat, and Lex Freeman's asking him about being scared, and he's like, we, no That's one not gets scared. It's not a thing. When they, He talked to them about the seeing UFOs and shit, <clears throat> and he's like, if anything... No one gives a fuck because they they've got so much other shit happening. It's they only start giving a fuck about these things that are allegedly flying around if they become like a collision. Like it's, you listen to them talk about like turkey vultures, like birds. Birds are a major concern to these guys because if a turkey vulture flies into your inlet, you you might be you might be um ejecto. You might be doing the ejecto, which you know. Ejectos flip the coin and uh, see how yeah, it goes. Ejectos not a it's a it's a you can only probably eject so many times because it's compressing your spine. He said in the in the Lex Friedman podcast, Ryan Graves, he says how fast it shoots you out. It's like I think it's like twenty five G's, wow. like just like that, bang, twenty five G's, punch out. So you know. But saying back to Jeremy Corbell, Jeremy Corbell saying that the pilots were freaked out—that is fucking horseshit. They were probably a little bit giddy and a little bit excited. They're like, "Fuck, the uh, check these things out. This is crazy." Freaked out? No, these guys don't get freaked out. These are like—has he not seen Top Gun Maverick? I mean, come on, these are the best of the best. These guys fucking are in charge of a hundred million dollar thing to potentially, you know. I mean, worst case scenario in a nuclear war. I mean, they have eliminated f these guys and how they get to that position yeah, because they don't freak out. Yeah, the fr the freakouts the don't even get to fly the prop trainer. Really, the the guys that freak out don't even they the guys that freak out work in the warehouse. They work in the warehouse. They 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 sort mail. The guys that fly the planes are not freaking out. <laughs> anyway, that's my last knock on our old mate, Jamais. Jezakiza. Um, 
yeah, that's all I had on. Listen to, listen to fucking, listen to Ryan Graves if you... But then, that aside, this is Lex Friedman, Joe Rogan, Orbit. Fuck all that shit. Find Richard Dolan on YouTube and go back through his multitude of video chats. And, yeah, you... You, you would even go, I know it's hard for you, it'd be hard for you to sit through an hour and to shit about particular, and he gets right into so many niche topics. You would you would probably at least, I can't speak for you, but I'm imagining you would watch uh, Richard Donnelly and be like, this guy's got a great voice, he's not a dick, and he makes some good points about a lot of shit, and he's not, he it's not, um, it's not theatrical at all. It's just, this is what he is, you know, this is what he has learned over the years, you know, and ongoing. Anyway, enough about that fucking shit. <laughs> Did you listen to, uh, I don't know. Hey, now, have you seen Bald's put out another one where he's, have you seen the Romanian no. one? No. Oh, mate, it's no. so good. It's, it's back, this is, we're back to educational Bald bankrupt. He goes through Romania and he takes By himself? On, yep. No Elenchik, um, no anyone. So he goes on a bit of a, it's an educational tour through Romania, and it's all about the, um, and I think he is trying to paint, uh, I won't spoil it, but the last 30 seconds, say, of the video where he makes a comment, um, he's essentially talking about, you know, if if enough people get angry in a society, I mean, so he's, he's referring to the Ceausescu's. So Nikolai and I think is Elena Ceausescu. So they he was the essentially the you know he was the dictator, the leader of the uh, Romanian. They they would have been like part of the US, well the um, Soviet bloc essentially, you know. And it all fell apart. It was going all right for a while there for the Ceausescu's, maybe in the seventies and eighties, early eighties. He was fucking knighted by the Queen, would you believe? Because he was kind of a guy that would. By all, according to Bald, uh, he he wouldn't just take shit from the Moscow. He would kind of you know, yeah, just clap back a little bit, f- considering he was in their sphere of influence. Yeah, yeah. So the Queen gave him a, so that, but you know, uh, not that that means much to me or you. I mean, having a knighthood. I mean, fucking you know, um, but you know, Richie McCaw. Ceausescu, I mean, fuck, I mean, you know, I mean, there's several warlords and rugby captains have had him. So I've met a sir before. I think he's a sir, isn't he? Is he? I think so. I didn't call him sir. Well, you won't be meeting Nikolai Ceausescu because he was executed with a machine gun uh, post-haste after the country turned on him because he, there was uprisings in Romania and certain towns and he sent in the troops, several dozen people got gunned down, he was at a big rally um, yeah, I'll let, I'll let, look, watch Bald, and, and, and the last day, it ended pretty quick for the Ceausescu's, and Bald's trying to make the point that, you know, if people, hey, leaders, yeah, if people get together, shit can turn pretty quickly, but hey, not down, if you take your guns off them, not, but also, shit was pretty, un, probably pretty uncomfortable, like, people, they didn't have, um, you know, they, yeah. yeah, when you push far enough, yeah, eventually like you, you snap. We, we're at a stage where it's like, you know, a sandwich is 10 bucks. You know, that people aren't at breaking point yet. When a sandwich is 30 bucks. Yeah, well, there's no sandwiches, maybe. Yeah. When there's no sandwiches. I tell you what I did. My favorite bit in the, in the video, though, was 
Bald was in a, um, a, a in a cab with a Romanian taxi driver, and he was basically talking about how, you know, Ceausescu, but then the new guy, they're part of the EU, and it's like, EU, the Romanian cab driver's like, something like, EU is big bullshit. And then, <laughs> and then so then you see the next shot, Ball gets out of the cab, and Bald is like, based cab driver. And, <laughs> It was, yeah, he was like super based, and he basically was. He's like, yeah, you've got Ceausescu, a fucking socialist dictator, and then you've got the EU people, essentially the same thing. It's all big bullshit, and he's just, yeah, you know, he's just driving the gab. He's driving around YouTube stars, um, but yeah, definitely worth a look. And you have you watched the Bay Baikonur one yet? No, oh, I've, got, I've got a, I've got a few of them. Fuck, next you're gonna I tell me. I think I've got you, four to watch. Oh my god, next you're gonna tell me you haven't watched. Um, 2001 Space Odyssey, mate. <laughs> How's that going? Mate, I can't wait to... Mate, I just can't wait to get started on it. Uh, really. What about Soylent? Have you watched Soylent? Nah. Neither have I. What is, it even, what is Soylent Green even about? I can't about? tell you, mate. Why are we watching it? Who told you to watch it? Mate, you've got to trust me. Okay. okay. Um, I haven't even seen it. <laughs> but I know what it's about. Okay, So, you, so it's... Um, shall we say, it's when it was made... Uh, it's got Charlton Heston in it. So it's, a, so it's made in the 70s, like yeah. early mid... Based in 2022, the world is uh, shambles. I can't tell you the punchline of what Soylent Green is. Okay, that's it'll give, I just need to watch it. Yeah, yeah. Soylent Green is a thing, and when you watch it, you'll be like, "Ah, Soylent Green is." What is what is there? What do the elite, so-called elites, think there are a lot of kids to fuck? Aside from that, think bigger, overarching. What are kids? Slaves. No. What are they? What Biologically, what are kids? Are we talking about male kids or female no, kids? No, but everyone. Inclusive. We're inclusive. This is an inclusive podcast, Tim. Okay. What They're are... homo sapiens sapiens. Yeah. So do the, do the Davos and the ruling elite, do the Club of Rome, do the... Yeah, to the whatevers, the deep state, they think they're... They, it seems like some of them think there's... Might be... Quite a few too many people. Oh, okay. So that's a theme running through Solent Green. There's yeah, there's a lot happening in Solent Green. Like I think there's a lot of environmental factors. But um, yeah. Oh, hey, look, we'll hey, I've got to watch it too. I've got to watch it too. But you know, maybe I'll watch it before you, and then you're really going to get the. Then you'll really have pressure. On <laughs> no pressure. Uh, there's no pressure. There's never any pressure. Um. So um. Fuck, I did something. I'm out of my notes. Go back to the notes. Where are we? Um, back to the notes. Oh, so now, did you listen to uh, This Week in Podcasts, where we're not ripping on a podcast like we do with um, our old mate Jeremy, a podcast I won't rip on would be the Tim Dillon Show, the Acid Story, the, the title of episode 310, The Acid Story with Curtis Yarvin. Have you listened? No. Oh, very good. You'll yeah. like that. Curtis Yarvin, do you know, I didn't know much about him. So that's whatever his name is. He goes by... Um, Mencius Moldbug, an executive producer of the film Alex's War, and he's also Grey Mirror on Substack, is a software engineer, internet entrepreneur, and blogger. They discuss taking acid as a precocious young man, the historical inaccuracies from Caesar to the American Revolution, the early days of the internet, what tech people really want, the three types of government, and the actual deep state. Good listen. Like, I don't really know what I take... Like, it's like one of those guys, one of those super cerebral smart dudes who he says shit and you're like, 
It's kind of like kind he's of like, been on with Thaddeus Russell a couple of times. Okay, I think. he's been on with it. It's kind of like listening to t- like Ted Kaczynski, right? Yeah. I'm like, I agree with a lot of the, what I, but everything the guys I like what they say, everything that would need to happen to get to that point, you look around the world and go, we're so far off. We're so far off. Like none of this shit. Like to get people to a point where everyone's like, yeah, I just want to do my own thing, and um, basically, I mean, and saying that, um. I mean, I'm kind of misrepresenting what Curtis Yarvin's take is. His more his take is more like uh, democracy is. I mean, well, I suppose we would agree with this. Democracy is a farce. It's yeah. an illusion. It's a total theatric, basically. Um, and he feels. Well, I think. I think his take is like a monarchy. Like that's just. People are running it, and they run it really well. <laughs> you know, I don't yeah, know. because we're getting run at the moment. Yeah. And we're supposedly not a monarchy. But well, it, but it well, is. No, we're definitely, no, sorry, we're definitely not. But we're deep, getting, yeah, we're getting it, run it at the moment, yeah. and there's nothing we can do about it's it. A deep, it's a deep state, and the people that are pulling strings, not that it's someone at the top of the pyramid, because, you know, my feeling is, and you know, I don't know about you, but my feeling is the... There's no one actually at the wheel, really. Like, there are people that might be able to just... I don't know. But I don't really think there's anyone at the wheel of humanity. I don't... What do you think? Is there anyone at the wheel? A drunk, if they are. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of really wasted people that don't even know how to drive a car. So... Yeah, his... I think his take is get rid of all the bullshit and just run it properly and his way is a monarchy type scenario i don't know how i feel about that but he says a lot of things that make sense like i like a lot i like a lot of what he has to say i like listening to all that um heady sort of cerebral political shit shit. oh yeah it's fun and and it's all i don't know it it's like it's never most of it's never going to happen like it's fun it's fun for me to to read about anarchism and think oh imagine if everyone was into this imagine if joel and me built a kill dozer and we had a we had a bomb making shack in the forest, and yeah. you know, and we were the the North Hollywood body armor guys, <laughs> and and then also sometime I'm Curtis Yarvin, and then we wrote a manifesto, and yeah, we're just it's so but far it's like, away uh, from it. I don't, I, yeah. I, I don't, I'm not committed. And like some guys, oh, you either got, you either have to be ready to die for your cause, or I don't know. What's the other? Shut the fuck up. Or, yeah, or just keep going to your shit job. My job's not even that shit. And, um, you know, or, or maybe, maybe I'm just trying to do it via sort of, I'm like a, I'm like an F-117 Nighthawk. You know, I'm a... Relatively stealthy? I'm trying to just fly under the radar. Okay. They don't really, really need to fly under the radar, but... Um, yeah, I'm just trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm hugging the ground. We're hugging the ground here, uh, and I'll just try to avoid. And along the way, I'll try to get as many people as I could to also do that. And then, hey, what else can you do? That's about all you can do, right? It's hard because you want it. Like I would. I like being nice to people. I'm always even, trying to be nice. Even if they... Uh, apart from Jeremy Corbyn. Yeah, no, fuck him. Fuck But, but even then, like, I'd like to be nice to him. But it feels like if you worked for the government, to me, 
you were like you were this is fucking craziness you're working for some murderers you're yep. you're enslaving populations and stealing their money essentially yep um so if someone says they work in a government department i just naturally i'm like oh yuck i just there's something about them that like freaks me out but then i think but they just they don't they don't know any better they just think oh this is cool i've got a government job of a guaranteed income this is sweet i'm helping out i'm doing my bit for the community doing my bit for for the country but they can't see that they're just selling us down the fucking road so that, I want to be. That, I want to be nice that's, to them. That's status, and they don't even know it. No, they don't even know it. And yeah. so, so you can't. I want to be nice to them because they're people, and I can't. I feel like I can't be mean to them because they just don't realize that they fucked up. That everyone. Well, in, in their eyes, they didn't. Yeah, I know. In their eyes, and they get two thousand dollars a week put in their. In bank. my opinion, I think they've fucked up because yeah. they're fucking doing more harm than good. Yeah. But you say that to someone, if you said, or every single person who works in the beehive, say, is a complete scumbag. <laughs> like, wow, that's an outrageous statement. Like, that's yeah, a broad but, brush. That's a very broad brush. Yeah. Broad, and, br- a broad brush. And talking to them individually, maybe they wouldn't be. But to make a decision to go and work for the government, it's like, to me, it's like, oh, it's fucking repulsive. Yeah. Have you ever, have you ever been in the employment of the New Zealand government? No. Okay, neither have I. But I've been, pa- I've I been paid. I've, I've been paid by them, though. No, but most but I've been paid no, by I, us. No, they take more than they give, Tim. Yeah. Come on, they take more than they give. Um, yeah, who do I know? Do you know anyone who works for any government department? Oh, sure. Oh, 100%. Well, well, you're talking all of them, though. You're talking police. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. IRD. 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 Win, uh, wins. Yeah, that's not even called wins anymore. We're showing our age there, eh? What is it? I don't know. They'll be called like... They would have paid $4 billion to rebrand it. No, it'll be like, let's should we turn the racism to 10? It'll be called something like Te Whari Paku Rangi Ora. Rainbow free give out, hand out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll have a rainbow flag, a Maori name, a rainbow flag, and it's just a fucking... It'll be raining money. Yeah, it's a helicopter drop. We're just giving money away. And then the IRD will have a fancy new Toreo name, and they take the money, and the the New Zealand police will have a rebranded Mouldy name. And do you like my pronunciation there? Yeah, that's really good. good, wasn't it? I thought that was really good. And and this is not a hit on the... um, This is not a hit on the um, indigenous population in New Zealand. This is definitely a hit on the government, who are super woke, progressive, and a bunch of crooks. <laughs> Basically, yeah. they're just a bunch of crooks, mate. Um, so I'm a little bit torn. Like you say, you want to be nice to people. So then I just have to. Oh, well, I, I just have to ignore we're not get everyone. Anywhere being not, we're not going to get anywhere being meanies. But well, how, this, do, this how do we we're tell... Mean, we're mean on here. This is where we're mean. How do you tell those people, here. though? All of those but people... In the, in the real world, I'm nice. How do you tell all those people you, you do, don't. You're doing the wrong thing. You don't. You you do the Bill Hicks and you pray for a nuclear holocaust in five minutes. That's all you can do. I'm only kidding about the nuclear. Um, but you... Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Talk. You need to call Ted Kaczynski. He, he's the guy. Was he optimistic about the future or not? He wanted a revolution. Yeah, he but was he optimistic does. that it would ever happen? Um, yes and no. Yep. It, um, was he? I'm trying. I'm trying to go back through the nine, the eighty six pages of the manifesto. 
Um, yeah, he didn't really. He he was more like he spent most most of the book is explaining leftism, honestly, and then explaining how and why they act like they do, where we're heading, and there is a what you could do about it was probably the maybe the least touched on, but it was touched on. But um, he is one thing I you know. Ted was essentially saying, you know, you could use technology only a little bit and only if you used it against its own, you know. It's basically like if you could get the T, whatever Arnie was, a T600, you know, that would be an acceptable use of technology. Turn it on its master. Yeah, like there's a there's this, yeah, like you, he would, Ted would be okay with that, but then once you're done that, you'd have to be like, okay, Fucking throw it in the liquid, liquid hot molten metal and melt them with with the other ones and kill them all. Yeah, no, Ted's Ted was. I mean, this is nineteen eighties, nineteen nineties. Ted, he's. I don't know. I don't know. I, that's the thing. I think we need. We need to know what Ted. I mean, we need to sit down with Ted. I want to know what Ted thinks now. I don't know what Ted knows about what's going on in the world. I talked to some people about Ted, and some if they know who he is, some people have looked at me a bit funny, eh? Like. You know, people have looked at me. People have been looking at me a little bit funny lately. Like you talk, like I don't know what's wrong with. <coughs> How many people you killed? Three. Yeah. How many people did? Uh, How many people did? Uh, the heart dart. How many people has the heart dart killed? Do you think? Unknown. Unknown. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but Ted's the fucking bad guy. You know. <laughs> in fact, Ted, the heart dart, and everything associated with it is what Ted was. You know. Bombing a revolution against, against. Yeah. yeah. So you know, um, maybe he he might have, yeah. Net positive, he would have saved more lives than he killed. Potentially, yeah. Go Ted. Um, yeah, I mean, so yeah, I mean, it's a real yeah. It's fun. It's that fun. is fun. It's like fun. I said, you know, like I am very optimistic about everything in general. Mm. But I do have to stay away from people who would might be nice people, but are just on the wrong side of yeah. this. See, I'm not so worried about the people, eh? I don't, I'm not so worried about the, the, the general populace. Because I, I can, I just, it's hard to get a read on anything like that for me. I don't have the I don't have the capacity for that. Do you find in the real world that everyone has shit in common that they can just talk about and, I, and they can yeah, ignore totally. the bullshit that's going totally. on? I, I, when I'm on building site, so I've been on a building site so this week. There's been a lot of guys been working with some other painters. You know, we, you know, I, you know, we, um, yeah, we've been having some great yarns. Everyone's usually pretty nice. Um, you know, I've been working. There's been a few Filipino dudes there. I mean, they're like I. Maybe we should all be more like Filipino workers. You know, they just shut the fuck up and work. Pretty much, man. There was a dude yesterday. <laughs> they work that's such there good. There was workers. a dude yesterday. So yesterday morning, yesterday was the whatever it was, Wednesday the tenth of August. So we were like, okay, they they put two other guys with me and the dude I'm working with. So there's four of us. So me and me and old mate I'm working with turn up yesterday morning at eight o'clock fucking cold as fuck but it's a mint it's like crystal you know beautiful day fucking like negative one 
We were going to be doing exterior windows, like old sashes, but it was pretty shelled. It's fine. Anyway, we turn up there, and the dude I was going in the van with, he's like, oh, one of the dudes is, um, one of the guys we knew there is a Filipino dude, and um, he, he'll he probably get there real, really early, because they just fucking turn up really early. Turns out, this dude, Filipino dude, turned up at 5.30 at work, too cold outside, not to mention dark for another hour and a half. <laughs> he turned up at five thirty on a site with no like. There's what? Yeah, there's you know how it is. There's one there's one plug that goes. Pardon me. You can't light up the whole house. Can't light up no. the whole house. But we were doing exterior shit. So what he did was headlamp. He went round and sanded all of the poly. So all the windows are remo, right? And interior interior windows are remo. I'd gone round on Monday... To be painted or cleared. No, just to be re-polied. Yep. Yep. So I'd go gone round with 150 and like sanded them to the level that the guy I'm working with was like, ah, it's sweet, mate. We're just fucking... They're, they're, they're older windows. Like, yep. they're, you know what older windows are like. No, they're, 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 they've got character, but they're never going to be... We're not taking them They're not going to be perfect. Nah. So anyway, this fucking the Filipino guy, he was there for like an, two and a half hours before we got there, mostly in the dark. Too cold to work outside and dark, obviously. You can't, you know. And um, just just sanded the fuck out of all these windows, some of which had been done, like being polyed the week before, finished. And he had, like, taken them back way more than anyone wanted. And it was kind of like, no one gets shitty at, at these guys because, you know. But some of the stuff they do, it's just like, it's just accepted in the trades that I these guys work like fuck. They're super reliable. They work real hard. Their first ones here, last ones to leave. But they might just like for example, I was going around with, and and I just had to suck this one up and let it go. So these these were black windows, right? These are black windows, and they were being done in in, in fucking like quite a, a a lower sheen than you usually would but that's what the that's what's happening on the house that's what they were done in and they're light for like that's what we're doing them in they look good though they're you know black low sheen windows anyway i was going around as i do mr fastidious with my little fucking um here we go yeah that was a tim bromley original jolin could probably beat that but hey better than nothing so um, that was a wee um, that was a wee chicken korma fart, eh? So I'm going round. So I am. So the Filipino dude is like fucking. These dudes get around the windows crazy fast. I'm like fuck, man. I you know I'm not judging anyone's paintwork on um, on site. Typically, I try not to. I don't even look at other unless someone says, "Can you go and tidy that up?" And then I'll be like, "Okay, what needs tidied up here?" Anyway, I just wait till they go on Rogan and then I can criticize them. Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah, no, fuck those guys. But so anyway, I'll, I'm painting these windows with my lovely um, premium brush, really nice brush. I sound like there's like Trump then. It was like Trump, really nice brush. Best brush ever. Best brush ever. So I nobody I, I, nobody I, paints as good as me. No, not on this particular. No, not these windows. My they were looking good, right? I'm brushing and I lay it off with the brush. It's all nice. I'm not like a lot of my, a lot of painters like painters that I would know in in New Zealand. Not not I'm not bashing the Filipinos, but we're not getting the nookie roller out, okay? Especially especially not like just layering the paint on. But 
Unfortunately, some of our Filipino brethren, they get pretty crazy with the speed and pretty crazy with the fucking nookie roller. So I'd just done this window at the front, right? I, I, I couldn't believe this when it happened. This is a massive no-no on the penny world. And I guarantee it's the same in your world. I just finished this fucking window, right? And, you know, like the main big middle sash that doesn't open, like the big main pane. Yep. Along the bottom, the bottom bit of wood, I'd just gone along. It was like really cold, so the the paint's actually really good in the cold. It was more <laughs> like not drying off. Oh mate, I'm just I'm running the whole like one soft run along. I go around the corner for a second. I come around the corner. Old mate, the Filipino comes around with this big dripping fucking nookie roller and run this nookie roller across. Like, I've, what you've already painted? Yeah, I'm like I I I, I didn't say anything because I'm like these pe- I can't. These guys are so nice. So I just, I waited, I waited till after Smoko. And what I did, I went back through it with my brush. Because you know how the two bits of wood come down the side, they're joined. Yep. And like the, that timber grain's going that way. And that timber, even though it's painted, I make this, the down pieces. Vertical. With down strokes. Yep. And then. The horizontal uh, piece. The hor- got, yeah. yeah. He runs across the whole bottom, the whole sash, and right across the up bits. He's got with- a horizontal bit strip. So I come across oh. after Smoko wants it to dry it, and I run my brush a brush along it. And do you know what happened? Ten minutes later, he run the nookie across my work again. And I was just like, in my head, I'm like, fuck. I, I, I just had to, you know, it, it's just, it's a shit finish. I would never do it. I would never paint a window like that. Like a nice wooden sash. You do not run a fucking thick nookie roller on it, man. It looks shit. And I was just like, not only that. It's like, dude, there's, there's rules. Like, you know, like, you know, there's rules in the trade. There's, Why is he touching your window? That's the thing. Like, you know, there's unwritten rules in baseball. There's unwritten rules in trades. Like, you don't go, you don't go, you don't really, unless the person's, are, um, unless it's like a, an apprentice and they were really doing a bad job. You say, oh, hey, mate, come look, so you got runs here and you can do this to stop that and maybe you put too much paint on and you're not putting enough on. But you certainly don't just go to some, like if there's three years paint windows in the exterior of a house, you got to, you, you can't just come onto someone else's window and start painting it when he's just painting it. That is unacceptable. It'd be like... And do it twice. And do it twice. <laughs> and I, so it'd be like, there'd be things in your world that if a joiner come and did something, you'd just put a kitchen and he started... I don't know. It'd be like if you just siliconed and then, I don't know, I don't know. And then he fucking was like, yeah, nah, that's to... not enough silicon. I'm getting my silicon gun out. I'm putting more silicon on. And you're like, no. But you just, yeah, you'd probably, you'd probably put him in an armbar. Anyway, cool story, but... Yeah, I would just say, uh, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, the general gist with Filipinos, who are lovely people, uh, but the general gist in the trades world is great workers, hard workers, but you do have to you do have to keep a bit of an eye. Yeah. You do have to keep a bit of an eye. And that's, that's, that's not being... That's just the reality. That's the reality. It's like... Not yeah, because if you look at where they came from, yeah. uh, professional painting... Is, you know, well, do, sorry, doing a, a what well, a New Zealand professional job would be yes. is probably overkill for, okay. for yep. 90% of the work that yeah, gets true. done over there. Yeah, and that's the way I was painting that window. He probably does two windows for my one, but I I, I, I just I look at his windows and go, well, that's two two to one speed. That's what it looks like. Yeah. You know, they look like that. Some and of no, us- he looks at it and he goes, window black, done. Yeah, well, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. It's like the window is now black and it's done. I some of his windows, I was I was down the side of the house at the end of the day, and I was walking past him, 
And I, because the old mate said, yeah, just see if, see if he, he's like, just go and check his shit and see if he needs any touch-ups. And, and, and it's like, yeah, some of it's fucking knocky, some of it's brushed. I'm just like, fuck, man, that's, you, you can't, I, I don't know. Gives, so then, are you, gives you, me the willies, mate. It's, it's just, just. But you know the owner. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. So I what mean, do you, you know, will the owner, is he the oh, type of guy to pick up on and say, geez, that's a shit finish on that? Potentially, but also, um. You know, a, a non-painter might not notice it. Okay. It, it, it is, part of it is just the way I like to do things. But also, it's not just me. I know a lot of painters that are... It's standard in the trade. Pretty standard. Yeah. Like, nookie rollers are... Uh, they, have, they have a, they have a, a very, very small, yeah. narrow... Yeah, and it's the reason they're nookie rollers is it's for getting into a nook. Yep. But where it, you've rolled everything else and yeah, you can't like you roll can't that little bit. Yeah, you can't quite get to it. But a window sash, in my opinion, is not really... Some people might use them on new work, like an interior door jam. Some people might run a real fine microfiber across it. If yep. you're, That's only if you're good. If you're using like a 10 mil nap fucking... <laughs> like this is what some people do and they're just slopping it on. That is not what you want. I mean, but anyway. I, I love that orange peel look, man. Oh, man. It's like serious orange peel. It's like <laughs> fucking hell. But anyway, um, yeah, I don't want to. We don't want to just turn the. the um, and this isn't even a race matter. This is just, um, like you say, this is just how a group of people have been taught. And another group of people in another country are like, yeah. Ooh, fuck. We don't really. But We're so fancy here. We need everything perfect. Yeah, yeah, we're, pretty much. Where he's coming from. Just a practical background where this needs to be painted. Yeah. This is a fast way to do it. Yeah. And then we can fucking, I don't know, do whatever we want after yeah, this. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm the complete opposite. I'm like, okay, I'm going to make these windows look. I've got four days to do this one window. Yeah, yeah pretty much. This window is going to look fucking so good. And I'm going to stand back and go, yep, wow. Yep. Yep. That looks really good. And they, they obviously just. You've earned your gout tonight, brother. Yeah, I've you've earned your gout, Joel. But yeah, anyway, I don't know how we got onto that either. But um, I don't know how we get onto anything. But yeah, 5.30 a.m. he got there. I like it. I love it. 5.30 in the middle. Like, it's when I woke up yesterday, the morning that he was here at 5.30, I woke up about 6. And I checked the phone and it was. Your phone was frozen. It was negative 4 <laughs> where I was. You know, and I'm like, it wouldn't be much different out there, mate. Fuck that. I know. 5.30. It's just, I mean, you know, I know they want to get that cash, but that's kind of, and then not only that, he fucking just went over all this fucking work that had been already done. Yeah. It's a bit of a laugh. It's a bit of a laugh, actually. Like, it's not my, um, you know. Anyway, um, I think, um, I think I think we're nearly there. Cool. I've mown my ass off for what? How long have we gone? One hour and 24, okay. 25 minutes. That's pretty quick. Yeah, we better fill in another six minutes. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so what have, let's, let's just uh, catalogue it. What have I mown my ass off about tonight? Um, painting. Yep. We've talked about uh, Jeremy Cole. So I mown my ass off about him and him. What yeah, else? Um, yeah, rogue and guests in general. Yeah, it's uh, not too bad. I've only mown my ass off about two things. Um. Yeah. No, you were positive there, about bull. You said there's some good builds coming yeah, up. Killdozer. Uh, Killdozer is a good one to look at. Yep. Killdozer. Check out the Killdozer. Um, it's an interesting topic. Um, if you, you couldn't talk too much shit about the league because you didn't watch it. Didn't watch much the week. Um, Astros. Uh, still at the top of the American League. They're basically on equal points with the Yankees. You'll be happy to know that. Um. 
You love you. You must have a you know, they're, they're basically like the Melbourne Storm of the of the Major League, eh? You know. Yeah, I, d- I don't mind watching a few few clips. I think it's oh, uh, the clips are it's mean, pretty interesting. People go, yeah. You just gotta, you know, people. Yeah, baseball's a it's America's um. What do they call it? Pastime. It's America's pastime, mate. It's America's favorite pastime. America's pastime. I think it's America's favorite pastime. Yes, yeah. very good. So Astros going. So and then the other thing too, Tim. This is what you need. This is what you need, mate. It's a team. It's like it's my other. It's another team. They're actually good. So there's actually a chance that the Astros could win the World Series most years, right? So but, you support a bunch of winners to make you feel good. Yeah, it's like when the my, world is falling down around well, it's you. Because like, we've got the Warriors, you see. So they're my team that I'm, you know, through and through. But it's look, it's just nice to support a, a team also who actually are like. They're going to win 66... They're, they're winning 0.666% of their games, basically. Roughly, they win two thirds Do you bet on baseball? Do I ever. <laughs> <laughs> do I ever. Um, yeah. Um, it's do like, you collect? I do sometimes, and sometimes I don't. <laughs> but like I've said in the past about baseball, unlike the NRL where you have the Penrith Panthers and the, and the, and the Gold Coast Titans... I would say that the, yes, there is a, a there is a gap between the Yankees and the um, who would be the bottom team in that league and that in the American League, but it's not as pronounced in Major League Baseball. Eh? Of the thirty or whatever teams there are, can thirty beat one? One hundred percent, they can. Sometimes they could beat them three times in a row, a whole series. Okay, uh, very much so. Whereas in the NRL. For Penrith at full strength to lose to the Titans, it's highly unlikely. And it would never happen three times in a row. It wouldn't happen three times. But that's the thing about baseball. So this is the thing with gambling on baseball. It can be problematic because you could have the Astros' best pitcher could be pitching. They could have all of their best offensive and defensive players playing. Um... And still get beaten by like the Texas Rangers, who have fucking you know they're you know they're a, a you know like a team that's never won a World Series, and they're just like some billionaires fucking you know play thing basically. Is what most of those teams are like. It's just a cash cow, you know. It's TV rights. And, <laughs> how many know, teams would be? How many teams would have never won? Uh, I don't actually know the answer to that question, but we can. That could be our last. This can be a wrap it up. How many teams? Have not won. How many Major League Baseball teams have not won a World Series? I'm just trying to make myself feel better about the Warriors. Yeah. Six. According to Wikipedia, since expansion began in 1961, six of the 14 expansion teams have never won the World Series. Okay, six. Out of the, that's of the 14 expansion teams. Yeah. Since 1961. This is what I was, I was talking to someone the other day about the Warriors. Like people are so hard on the Warriors. Like, do you know do you know the gap between the Chicago Cubs winning the World Series? It was like a hundred years. It was it? a long time, man. It was like a long time. <coughs> and people talk about oh the Warriors are fucking shit. It was like man the fucking Cubby the Cubbies had to wait like yeah it was an ungodly amount of time. Oh, we'll quickly we'll do that one then one then one. What was the gap between Chicago Cubs World Series wins? Hopefully that's good enough. Here is information from Wikipedia. Okay. So, uh, Chicago Cubs, let's have a look. We'll just click on their wiki. 
Uh, it'll just say when they won the World Series. So they won the World Series in... Oh, my God. Yeah, no, you're right. They won the World Series in 1907. Listen to this. Warrior, people bagging the Warriors, who also have never had a wooden spoon, and hopefully won't get it this year. So the Cubs won in 1907, 1908, and 2016. It took it was 108 years wow. between World Series for the Cubbies. Wow. And then some fucking clubs have never won it, but... They, hey, they Imagine have... being born into a Cubs family yep. and supporting them yep. their whole life yep. and you dying and they still hadn't won. Yeah, oh yeah. Which is pretty much Which what is gonna happen to us. What, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Twenty twenty four, baby. Twenty twenty four, Andrew Webster, get up. Um Yeah, so hey, never fear Warriors fan. Just general sports fans in general, like, you know. You're I lucky mean, to be playing sport, you're lucky getting to, paid hey, to play sport. You're lucky to be alive. Yeah. Don't Aren't the, we all? Yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah, make I the mean, most of it. Yeah. Inspira- I see, I like it when inspirational Tim comes. He's just been telling us about how he hates government workers and he wants them all to, what? You do, choose, you, just choose another profession. Yeah, like what? What would, just, you, what would they choose? Just anything. Just Like what? I just um, fucking become a painter. I don't care. No, like uh, painting there's pictures. Actually a lot of, there's quite a bit of, there's actually um, a bit of a shortage, eh? Of good painters, and clearly. No, there's a shortage of paint. Like, the guy I'm subbing to, it's like he's... I, I was talking to his workers, and they're like, oh, man, some of the fucking people he gets, it's just like... Shocking. Oh, mate, they're like, it's a day and they're gone, or they just don't turn up. It's cruel nightmare. So th- there is room for... You can you can get off the government teat and come and... Um, I'll At teach least you how to, try. I'll, I'll teach you how to paint a window with, without using a nookie roller. I'll, I'll, I'll show you the ropes, mate. Yeah. No, but uh, that aside, that was me just being a dick. Um... Oh, not really. Like, you know, not really. Yeah, I don't know. Life's pretty good. Life's pretty fucking good. Oh, I mean, I'm just, um, I'm starting to see the, I'm starting to see the slight uptick in my plants, outside plants. It's coming. It's coming? I know it's coming. Like my, uh, my fucking silver beet and my lettuce, um, um, little pot, the, where I've got them planted, because I don't have a garden here. I'm planting it all in plastic containers. Uh yeah, it was. They initially got decimated by slugs or snails or some little slimy fucks, and I moved them, and they just did nothing. Like it was really wet. I mean, obviously it's been really wet here in Crosshurst, but um, in the last couple of weeks, as soon as like yeah, as soon as that you know the sun starts, you know it's it's on the way up. We're only well, we're three weeks away from from spring basically, Tim, and, and I am excited about that. Like you know, I noticed it when. I'd be dropping Obi at work at Burger King at seven in the morning a month ago, and it was fucking black. Like there wasn't even really a, it was barely even a a a, 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 a red tinge on the horizon. And now at seven o'clock, it's like fucking it's sunrise. It's pretty light. Yeah, you know, it's pretty good. So we're nearly there. So that always perks me up, regardless of um, <laughs> you know potential nuclear conflict <laughs> which everyone talks about and i would just you know what i always you know what my go-to thing with people pushing nuclear war is it's just bill hicks don't, it don't worry well no don't even worry about it eh? you'll be dead so fast no, but, uh, I, don't even, I mean don't worry about it like it's not even gonna like 
it's like another thing. It's like saying, oh, look, because Amy, before you come around tonight, Amy was like, have you heard about there's a new fucking virus in China? And it's good. Yeah, that doesn't kill anyone. And I'm like, well, that's what I read yesterday. But then Amy's like, oh, no, they're saying it kills 40% of the people it infects. And I'm like, well, that's not what I heard yesterday. But also I said, Amy, not that she's worried about yeah, it. Yeah, it might, she... but it infects one in a million. Yeah, that's it. And it kills 40% of the one in a million it infects. Yeah. So that's I'd take those odds. But, you know, it's like... You know, just nuclear war is, um, it's a ridiculous proposition in all fairness. Um, and I, you know, people are, it's like, a, it's like another thing. It's another thing to, you know, talk Either about. Either worry about it or you don't. Well, it's, it's another thing that the, that the corporate media push. And it's like. Yeah, to scare you. They want like, you scared. Like there are, there are, there are always, I mean, you know, I talk about my glob. There's always a glob. The glob at the moment's big, right? Yeah. But the reality is, I think the whole nuclear thing is just nearly... A, um, some fucking people like to, you know, they like to drum up the fear about it, but I'm just like, nah, they ain't gonna... They're well, not if gonna you're scared... That. They're you, not gonna do that. If you're scared, you need to be saved. Yeah, 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 so, totally. And, and, who say, and, to, and who's going who's gonna to save well, you? Well, we just send more money to Ukraine, basically. Who's going to keep you safe when you're scared? Well, they'll send more money to Ukraine because that's what saving these people is. Because they'll be like, look, we're, we're fighting against the bad guys. But, I mean, you think, the Ruskies aren't going to fucking... Who are they going to nuke in Europe? Then it all fucking blows back onto them. There's, there's, no one's nuking anyone, eh? I mean, it'd be funny the next week if there's a nuclear exchange. That'd be really that'd be a, a hoot, wouldn't it? I mean, that might be the funniest I'll, thing to happen. I'll, it might be the most hilarious thing that's happened on this podcast. Funny, I say there's no way than, there's no way there'll be a limited nuclear exchange <laughs> in the next week, and then I'll have to. Eat and my, then it's got you. There's no way, and I'll then it's got the hat. and then it's got the meme with the sunglasses come on and the cigar and the yeah. chain and yeah. the, the Dr. Dre song and nuclear yeah, thug life. Yeah, <laughs> that's you. I mean, you know, so I mean, I did I. I think Scott Horton did a Dave Smith podcast this week and it was a promoting his new book, which is called Hotter Than The Sun, which sounds like a good read and it's all about nuclear weapons. I might even buy it. Um, but yeah, I mean, Scott Horton is an anti-war... Um, he's an anti-war activist, I suppose, and I love his takes. But I mean, you know, they, those guys do get quite concerned about it. But I don't know, I'm just like... I don't know, I just think... Um, it's just one of those things that yeah, you know. Do you worry about earthquakes? No, I don't. Do you, but I don't like, worry about nuclear war because I think if it happens, if it pops off, we're all fucked anyway. So yeah, potentially it depends. So then it depends. it's like, oh, the whole world's gonna die. Okay, but it doesn't have to be like that. That's the thing. That's a that's another misconception that the media would push the corporate media that like, it, it, it's all if it happens, it happens all at once. Doesn't have to be like that. Like it could be. It a could be a one and done. It could be a limited exchange. Could be a fuck up. You know, um, it could be a limited exchange. Even a, I did see a graph though. Even an exchange between like India and Pakistan, who I think you know they might have a couple of hundred each. Um, yeah, I have seen. But once again, this is a scientific in air quotes model about how much um, smoke and dust goes around the world. Be. Yeah. What about all the tests done up to the state though? Exactly. They did a lot of them above ground. Yeah. yeah. Until they started doing them underground. And yeah, I mean, I think like if you you know you do the um you bring up the uh, that little what is it? 
it's like a clip and it goes through the years. Yeah, it's a great clip. And it's got the bombs going. So you look at the fucking thousands of nukes gone off or whatever it's been. Literally. And and you think, well, the ear's actually pretty sweet. Yeah, it's not like, like this this ash this cloud of ashes come over New Zealand and fuck they let now off we can't so breathe. many in the Pacific Ocean. Yeah, and we're, them off we're pretty them. sweet. The French, the Yanks, the the Poms. Fuck. So I'm not scared about nuclear war in another country affecting us here. Yeah. I, I think. Know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I just think that. I mean, everyone else has got pretty much like a few hundred each. You know, except for the Yanks and Russia. We just need to, it'd just be good to bring their numbers down a bit. Like Russia has like Have six... they got the ability to pop off a thousand, the Yanks? Fuck yeah. Oh, at, at one At one time. Oh, I don't know about one time. I mean, it's like, it's... So are all these individually, uh, how do you put it? Like, are they all, could you individually fire all these things off? Or is it something that they have nuclear warheads that have to be attached to something that is not reusable and you'd have to keep, you know, reusing it for another. Uh, no, she's all, she's single use plastic, mate. Single use plastic. So you've got the triad, you've got silos in like middle bum fuck nowhere, which are, everyone knows where they are. Yep. Um, but they're in hardened silos. Then you've got the, um, You've got the SLB, the submarine launched ballistic missiles, which no one knows where they are, which are the fucking ace in the hole if you've got those. And then you've got the air launched, which are, you know, they've all got their advantages and disadvantages, but the the probably the the, the most concerning is definitely the under the, the submarine ones. And yeah, like yeah, the Ruskies have got say they're like six low six six thousands. Like six two six three, I think, and the Yanks are like five five, I think ish five thousand to mid fives, and the and then the Ruskies over six thousand. So, you know, it's a, a ridiculous. But yeah, that's to say, not all those are in service, but they'll be in reserve. But that aside, it's like it seems too many. They've got too many here. Yeah, they've, they've because you yeah. couldn't if you couldn't use them all at once. It, it seems gonna, like you wouldn't use them and then, like, the war continues on and then you use them in a couple of months later as well. It's nah, like, that, probably, that be, doesn't make any sense to me. Either, it would either be, like, a limited battlefield exchange, which would be tactical ones, but the big hydrogen bombs, like the megaton hydrogen things, they are, like, if they start going off, then, I mean, that's... Yeah, you're not going to do a thousand of them. No, they probably might. they probably don't have a thousand of those. Maybe that like the I, I, without being an expert in the field, I imagine the bulk of both of U.S. and Russian arsenals will, the bulk will be smaller one like battlefield so called you know battlefield nukes and then the real big fuckers like in the silos and in the in the submarines, um will be the yeah you know, they are yeah they we've, won't we've be, had enough we need but, to end but this. you don't need that many of those because one of those is like you know that'll wipe out every. Like I, I was watching some dude the other night. Whether or not this is legitimate, it was like this dude who was some sort of weapons expert guy on fucking. It wasn't a TED talk, but it was like a TED talk. He was essentially saying that there's enough nuclear weapons. I think this this is a, this might be a bit of a crude. But anyway, he was saying 
there's like 10 nukes for every settlement of 100,000 people and up. So there's enough, yeah, there's enough nukes to hit every settlement in the world. I don't know if it was in the world. I think it might be. I don't know, I don't know if he was meaning, yeah, he wouldn't have been meaning in, a, in the US and Russia. I think he means every settlement of 100,000 plus. There's 10, nu- 10, 10 nukes for each. <laughs> so we've got, plenty, we've got plenty of nukes, but we're well stopped. Like we could, we could probably tone it down to just a deterrent. You know, I don't know how you get there, but, um, you know, like it's it's going to be fucking hard to get rid of them full stop. I don't know if that, that, that that's probably a bridge too far for it. Because the, the whole, f- the, the reason for having the fucking things is so, you know... Maybe Bob Lazar could reverse engineer them. Maybe he could at Area S4. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, like I wouldn't go worrying about it. Eh? They're, 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 it's, 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 yeah, it's mostly a deterrent. And, you know, the only issue is, um, you know, the, the Yanks will be talking about how, you know, Vladimir Putin's a madman. And, you know, da, da, da. I don't think Vladimir, I don't think those guys, no one's really looking to do a first strike nuclear attack. But, the maybe the only the issue would be it's actually probably honestly the Yanks you got to watch but always but well look at history yeah so yeah 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 totally you know they can't say shit so they can't say shit about shit the doctrine for Russia not that once again I haven't read the Russian nuclear doctrine but I have heard from various sources that you know they that they it's sort of written that they won't do everyone everyone would probably. All of the nuclear powers would probably say, um, whether on record or not, like, yeah, we're not going to do a first strike. Okay, that's that's a that's a that's a naughty that's a very naughty thing to do. To, it's a very naughty thing to do a first strike. So then, how do you get to a nuclear war then if you don't do that? So then, Russia apparently their doctrine is, but but they would say, okay, we won't do a first strike, but we reserve the right to. Strike if we feel like there's credible evidence that something's going to happen. No, if they feel like they've been raped. No, well, kind of raped in a sense that if they feel like their nation's sovereignty sovereignty is under threat, that's when they would launch. So to so to speak, like say if they kept the proxy war, whatever, what do you want to call it, the conflict going in Eastern Europe as it is now, and it slowly grinds on but then escalates, you know, um, and Russia for some reason, although I don't think there's, I don't think there's any real indication that Russia can't maintain, you know, you hear so many different, obviously, um, versions of what's happening there, but, you know, if if for some reason the Ruskies were feeling like you know, um, the Ukrainians pushed them right back, and I don't know, some anything could happen. No one can predict what's going to happen, really. Not even I don't even know if the quantum computers can predict what's going to happen. You know, because you know, you know, World War One or World War Two, they they all started with these spot fires. Like you know, this week there there's been like fucking the Israelis and the fucking Palestinians have been fighting. They've been doing, Israelis have been doing airstrikes, Palestinians have been firing rockets. You've obviously got the Taiwan-China thing, which I think also is another thing that gets pumped up, but at the end of the day, it's just another fucking, you know? Like, yeah, uh, I don't know. China was, they were beating that war drum when Pelosi was there, but 
and an amphibious assault is just you know you just gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta score yourself up on military shit a little bit. Amphibious assaults are notoriously difficult, especially now in the modern world where everyone's got like guided missiles. You know, like one guided missile can take out a fucking can sink a ship. You know what I mean? So all that shit is it's like for the normies, it's easy to scare the normies. It's like China's gonna invade Taiwan. Vladimir might nuke someone, but the reality is. There's so much. It's just. It's the just. The birds are still chirping outside. Yeah, it's just, mate. It's just like, yeah, nah. Like, yeah, they scare the normies with it, but the reality is, it's all just a fucking. It's just a. It's like a. It's a chess game. Yeah, and it's their little game. It's a little game. They're all. They're playing this little game, and and they're all playing it, and we're just like, not uh, even pawns. We're not even fucking pawns. We're just like. Shit game. I don't want to play. It's, oh, it's a shit shit game. But don't worry about the game going hot. I don't think um, easy to say that sitting in the the Burnside bunker. Different story if you're in uh, Kharkiv or Lvov or um, I mean we always say the Ukrainian places, but um, you know there's uh what's the, there's a place there's a Russian staging point and on Russian territory it's like Belgorod, Belgorod, Belgorod. Man, they're always getting fucking lit up, eh? They've been getting fucking uh, hit, you know. So. Um, no one gives a fuck about those people, are you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> they're Ruskies. Ruskies getting shelled by the Ukrainians. I suppose people would say, "Well, John, the Russians invaded Ukraine, so why do we?" Well, it's pe- it's humans. It's people dying. People yeah. dying. Yeah, people dying in Donetsk and Luhansk. Um, real shame. Um, do I think we should worry about nuclear? No, wouldn't worry about it. Um, so what you should you do? Um, I would say. Um, Maybe sit on the couch in your jammies. Find a good movie. Soylent Green or... Nah, something cool. Something nice like... Uh, Falling Down. Nah, too much. No, I'm, talk- I'm talking about... A, 2001 weird, weird. Space Odyssey. No, too boring. Um, no, so I'm talking about a nice day. Like um. uh, The Notebook, maybe. <laughs> the Notebook. I've watched The Notebook. So if I didn't actually didn't mind it, mate. I think we've talked about this. I didn't right. mind it. What about... um? Yeah, just some... What's the Jennifer Aniston movie with the dog? Do you know the one? Marley and Me? Don't pre- Tim's pretending. Is that it? Know. Is it Marley think, and Me? I think you are wrong. I haven't seen it, but yeah. Yeah, yeah and the dog, is that the one the dog dies? I think that's what happens. Spoiler alert, the dog dies. I've never seen the movie, just but obviously it dies. So that's what I'd do. That's what Dr. Joel's prescribing. Jammies, Ugg boots, hot cup of cocoa. And trash TV. <laughs> Love it. I used to be like, oh, and like, you know, the, 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 the Soma. It's the Soma. It's the narcotic of the masses like ended, you know but now i'm just like fuck it you you, know? you think you can safely watch I'm, it and I'm, not be a, yeah and not be like a muggle yeah, yeah. i'm yeah. through the other side I've, I've gone through the the eye of the needle so to speak I, yeah now i'm like okay I, look well you can watch the ads and take the piss out of them yeah yeah we do that a lot like um you know i've i just watched uh interesting once again the dude i've talked about him previously uh, that guy, YouTuber, his name's Johnny Harris on YouTube. He's the ex or Vox guy, but he, he, even though he's a bit of a hipster lefty, you might say a bit of a gay lumberjack, he makes, he pumps out a lot of videos, and some of them, you just, I because I've watched a couple, I get they get thrown into my algorithm, and some of the titles I can't not click. One come past the other day, when I might have been got off, finished watching Bald, and it was basically, um, 
excuse me, I haven't washed my hair with shampoo for five years. Like, I don't know about you, Tim, but when I see a toy like that, I am like, boom, on. 13 minutes of him explaining how or why or how he hasn't washed his hair with shampoo for five years. And it was very interesting, Tim. He Did he got, wash his hair at all? Uh, yeah, he does, I think. Well, just like just soap. With, just with water. No, just, just it, water. it doesn't use shampoo at all. So... It's very interesting. You should well, you should check it out. Just go to Johnny Harris and put Johnny Harris shampoo. He makes a very good case, and he also says that's what he does. That you might need shampoo, but he's essentially saying he went through this period. Like I'm not a big hair washer. I don't need to wash my hair much unless I've been using the orbital. So his this is what he had to say. So he would wash his hair right, and then then his hair was clean, so to speak. Then he would put, and I've never been a conditioner guy, but because I often have like a tool over so there's no point but then he put conditioner in right silicon whatever is in it your hair's all soft yeah nice but you don't want it soft because you can't do anything with it so you know what he goes and does put some product in it yeah but you know what the product is oil oil so what has he done he's just stripped his natural oil out of his hair yeah and he's putting fake oil back fake in. oil so, so after he explains that and you're like you know, it's not like it's not like fucking rocket science, but he's just making the case. And then he goes into the three main companies, like it's like L'Oreal, Unilever, and some other big. Yeah, you you would have heard of it. But I can't think of it off the top of my head. And he talks about the the global shampoo or hair care. Big shampoo. Billy, like how many billions? And it ain't just a couple. It's mega billions. And then he plays... That's a psyop on most chicks, eh? Yeah, it is. And this is where I was going. I was talking to the dude I was working with today about it because we were sitting in the van and we were talking about this whole thing. So then he goes into... And this is where he got me because I'm like, yeah, I fucking wholeheartedly agree. And this is what I talked... To, back to what you're talking about ads. This is what I talked to Eva about. And I've sat with Eva and I've said, Eva, there is there are, there is a fucking... For, for, for maybe Edward Bernays onwards... There is a vested interest in making you feel shit, not good enough, uh, whatever. Or it's a total load of shit. You don't need any of these fucking products. You can get by. In fact, you'll be better off without all these products. All they're trying to do is make you feel like you're not good enough. You don't smell good. And and then when, he, when this guy, Johnny Harris, played the ads, what the ads, the ads, when you watch them as, a, as, as hair propaganda, you see... What they do, how they target that these things like gre they they attack gre Ugh. everyone's like Ugh, greasy here. Here is supposed to be that's what your head fucking makes. It makes that grease. That's what that's that's what your body makes for your hair. You should leave it in. You should leave it. In. This is, but he's he. I'm saying this. He's saying like you should do whatever you want. But I find I leave it in, and my hair is here. He's got a beautiful head of hair. I must say. Um, but yeah, this is the thing. These fucking these fucking ads have got you thinking that you you got shitty, greasy, ugly hair. It's gross. It's dirty. Ugh, got dandruff. Yeah, disgusting. And and it's just like nah, it's a fucking psyop, mate. It's you know like I was talking to the painter today, and I was like, all I have is I have body wash pump in the shower and a, 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 like a a, a a hippy dippy no aluminium deodorant. And we have a red seal, no fluoride, no SLS toothpaste. That toothpaste is pretty good. I like it. Yeah. yeah but then, I don't know. So that's that's me. That's my regimen. 
Scrub under the pits, the ass crack, your nuts. Job done. Um, <coughs> do you keep? Do, were you ever told to keep so, soap off the off your sensitive part of the end of your penis? I figured it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. I was never told. Yeah, and I figured it out by whacking off in the shower. Uh, yeah, yeah. With with the lux. With the lux. Well, man, I'd, I'd do anything. Got a bar soap, whatever. Was it, fucking. Was it nights? <laughs> were you more of a nights Castile sort of wanker? <laughs> So, okay, no, it was get, like a nice palm oil bar the, or so. Did you get the burn in the eye of the cock? Was it? So that, when, where I've so spit, you soap it up yeah. and then then <laughs> get around then, kids and, and you can't do too much water because it fucking keeps washing the soap away. When was the last time you had a wank in the shower? Apart from uh, a, a very, a very long, long time ago. ago. Let's, yeah. just, let's just be very clear. Wanking in the shower is is a teenage boys' game, eh? Back mm. to your story about soap wank. Um. Was that a good good? No, time? at home, at home, I, I haven't had a whack off in the shower for so long because the kids will just fucking. Oh, like, okay, see, I, I don't the do kids a shower just, at all. They just bust in. And, I would not have had a shower yeah, the, one for. Yeah, so I haven't. Dick, a long but time on holiday. Yeah. <laughs> on holiday. Oh, no, you wanked into a shoe on Turner Beach, didn't you? Oh no, sorry, you wipe your ass oh, with a shoe. I oh, wanked into a croc on the beach. On holiday, it's <laughs> not not so much Tahuna, but I was thinking if I was staying, <laughs> if I was staying like in a hotel or something like that, like shower is free game, mate. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I, I'll sticking give you the that. shit out of that floor, I'll give bro. you that. So back to the soap. <laughs> okay, so you so, learned so that. You I learned the hard way by soaping, for, using soap for lube, essentially. Yeah. And yeah, you got to do what you got to do. And then when you How, went, is this when you're like what, 14, 15 or yeah, forty two. And then um, <laughs> next year I'll probably <laughs> next year I will fall into the trap of doing it again. And and it stings like fuck when you blow. See, I've grown. It is out, outrageous. I've, I've grown out of this like thirty odd years ago, mate. Yeah. M- longer. No, that's what I mean. I haven't done it. Harold I haven't. Mate. I haven't, yeah, bit, yeah. I haven't soap wanked for so long soap because wank. of that. That's a good show. I mean, but even I don't so- want to tell you what to call the episode, but soap wanks pretty. But good. even soap piss. Oh yeah, see, this so is piss yeah. is, is is a little bit bad as well. Yeah, so basically, what I'm saying is that yeah, it's like you know, yeah, it's it, chemical it, cock. Yeah, you don't want chemical cock. So yeah, that's the moral of the story, isn't it? Yeah, uh, underarms, ass crack. But it's all the same. Like if if, if chemical cock hurts so bad, then what are you doing to the rest of your body? Yeah, by yeah, totally. Yeah, that's why you. That's why we have the eco store stuff, Tim. You know, because it, <laughs> it probably. I mean, I'm not going to squirt up the eye of my cock or anything, but I'm assuming it probably won't burn quite as bad. Because some of those old cakes, like did, when you were a kid, did you ever? You know, because I, I was thinking about this. Today. It was almost like pumice. How, it had like sand often, in it. How often would you, when you're a little kid? Because I would do it all the time. How often would you stick your tongue on the end of a 9-volt battery when you were a kid? All the time? Every single yes, time yes, totally, I picked up a 9-volt totally. battery. Because <laughs> I saw one today in a closet at a job. And I looked at it and I thought... i gotta got to have a I nudge. looked at it and I was like, I remember you. I remember you. It's just so, if, did, did you ever... It's like the sniffing it's, salts. It's like... See, I've never smelt those. It's so awful. I've never smelt it's them. It's so awful. So you have smelt those smelling salts? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so where's awful, you, you but you... um. You're compelled. What, what to, you're compelled s- to do it. What is the smelling salt? I know it's probably hard to. I don't know. It's like have you like? ever opened? Um, I don't know. It's like ammonia or something. I don't know okay, what it is. Yeah. But have you ever opened something super toxic or um, sulf? Like have you ever 
done any cleaning concrete with like um, oh, yep, yeah, any well, chemicals. Acid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you get down hydrochloric yeah. acid and open the clock, yeah. yeah. <coughs> that should well, probably kill that. you. So it's not yeah. like that, but that it is, is like that. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's awful, that but you're compelled to do it again. 15 years ago, that is the one time your boss would say, you probably should wear goggles. Yeah. Usually, yeah. Or, oh. yeah you should, because back in the day, we didn't wear anything, but eye protection was like, that was one time you should wear it. Yeah. Now people wear it all the time. Anyway, um, yeah, the smelling salts. Now, one quick, before we wrap it up, you know, how long does it last? Because sometimes I wonder with the NRL players, they smell it. They, you know, they have the bowl and some yeah. guys have it, some guys don't. But how long does it keep you up for? Because... Oh, not, not long because at all. Because the, yeah, they run out. They stand around. Sometimes they sing a song. Yeah. I mean, has the smelling salts worn off by then? Yeah. Why don't they just have? Why don't they just have the trainers like on the? Why don't they have it on the sideline? Well, have it have it in a in some sort of form on your jersey yeah. so you can just go. You want or we can put it in someone's, someone's eye. Or, or, yeah. Oh. But yeah, I, I just wonder. It's like I I don't know what advantage. I mean, fuck the, a lot of. I mean, it they, might. It sort of opens up your nostril okay. and you know maybe it. I don't know. Maybe scientifically, it. there might be. Um, well, I see a some lot sort of, of advantage. It's not just the, like they do it in the NFL. They do it, in, yeah, anything like that. But anyway, um, so let's just say let's just tick these off. Nuclear war, tick. Um, soap up the eye of the cock. Chemical tick. cock, tick. Um, smelling salts, tick. tick. Anything else? No, let's end it. Huru. Sayonara. <laughs>